and was only suitable for people aged 18 or over will almost certainly have an adult theme and might well contain sex or violence which are quite graphic. It may also contain explicit language, including sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. Uh, but here's what his revelation comes to him. He's kind of got all this stuff, like, uh, touching, wiping, mourning of the animals. Not wiping, whipping. whipping. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, not touch, also not touching. I am, I am dyslexic. I, I hope I'm not having like, a stroke. Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! And an atheist almost always become supporters of eugenics and abortion. A swine is hungry for nuts. Jesus hates him too. Satan is real. Being a Satanist is an open declaration of revolt against counterproductive received wisdom and mindless rogue traditions. Decapitate her head off. We're done. Done. We're done. Obama! Obama! Jesus. <laughs> there it is. Welcome to the Godless Revolution. This is episode 116. Holy fuck. I'm Dan Ellis. Hi, Dan. Hi, Matt. Nice to have you back, man. Thanks, man. We, we missed you last week. Mm. We did. <laughs> I would rather have been here, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. Fucking teenagers, man. Yep. And... Oh, I'm Ryan. Mr. I'm... Duffy's in the house. It's been a long time since I've missed a show. That's true. That's weird. Have I, I missed any shows? It's at your house. Well, but, <laughs> well I mean, you guys are welcome to come over and record. Uh, yeah. When that? you're gone, we just don't do a show. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, you guys are welcome to come over and record if I am gone and <laughs> for whatever reason. I got a, I got, I got a cruise coming up in September. Well, I'm going to be gone in September, too. Oh. Oh, I think <laughs> we decided it's going to be like at the same time, yeah. right? Okay. That'll work out. Me and all of our listener are going to show up and do a show. <laughs> and we are happy to be joined in studio tonight by Mr. Jesse Connerly. Yeah. I'm here. Yay. <laughs> Jesse has been recently elected to the board of Atheists of Utah. And so we wanted to record a little show and get to know him a little bit more, similar to uh, the show that we had last week yes. with Mr. Kevin Newman. Whose name I fucking misspelled on the <laughs> fucking title of the show. I spelled it right. Fucking Newman. I spelled it right <laughs> on the file, and then for some reason I misspelled it on the title of the show and didn't catch it until after mm -hmm. it was published. So I've since corrected it. My apologies, Kevin. That's well, what you get for making fun of our fucking free will discussion. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be the only discussion people didn't like that we had. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was good. Okay. It was interesting, but like I like I said last week, I just didn't feel like we were as prepared as we should have been, probably. Yeah. And, yeah, Matt was asking some very difficult questions that I didn't really have an answer to, for the most part. That's I couldn't have done anything else. <laughs> so, tell us a little bit about yourself, Mr. Connerly. And oh. go. Wow. On the spot. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I'm just going to sit back and you can talk for the next two hours. Sweet. There's going to be a lot of silence. <laughs> You're going to lose that one listener. Sorry. It's not my fault. Oh, well, I am originally from Washington State, not D.C., as some people think, and uh, grew up in a very conservative Baptist home and started going to Christian schools when I was in fifth grade and ended up graduating from a, a different Christian school uh, in high school. And after about a year and a half of not giving a shit about college, went into the Air Force uh, when I was 19 or so. And I've been doing that for the last 16 years. And yeah, I became an atheist 
four years ago this month, actually. Wow. wow. Happy atheist birthday. Woo. <laughs> it's been quite the transition. It's been a huge shift in my life. Uh, I was a very fundamentalist Christian up until I was 32. So, Are there a lot of Baptists in Washington? <laughs> yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of Mormons too, right? Well, yes. Which, I, we weren't allowed to hang out with them though. No, sure. they were wrong. <laughs> yeah, of course. We they weren't wrong. They were wrong. Were you, was it Eastern or Western Washington? Uh, Eastern. Oh, yeah. Okay. Southeastern, uh, Tri-Cities. Tri-Cities. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kennewick. Right. All that. that Richmond, Pasco, Kennewick. Pasco, yeah. Yeah. I grew up north of Pasco on a little farm out there. So the first Christian school I went to was a little, tiny little church school. K through 12 was 40 people. Wow. Yeah. And the second I, the second school I went to, my graduating class was eight. Wow. Yeah. So that was- A hey, quick ceremony at least. 100% yeah. graduation rate. <laughs> I fucking rate, hated it. I had to sing. <laughs> I hated it. Oh, man. Yeah. So you didn't start at the, at the private school until fifth grade? Were you right. just doing public school before then? Yeah. 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 I just, I, for some reason, my parents decided to pull me out. I did- they're teaching him about dinosaurs. Oh, God. I did a year and a half of this at-home, on-video Christian curriculum from Texas. And so I would just sit and watch yeah. on my TV uh, by myself, and I would take a little test, and my mom would grade them for me. And that was that was the extent. I didn't you – know, I never got to do the um, – uh, whatever the hell you call it when you do the frog and you – uh, oh, dissection. Yeah, dissection. No. I watched it on video. I'm like, this is not nearly as much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Growing up on a farm, I got to see enough of that shit anyways. But uh, I did that. And then the the first uh, private school I went to, like I said, the really small one, it was, oh, man, just the the kind of curriculum you get there. I mean, it's just one of those horror shows of, you know, the pra- the, the pastor slash principal's got the paddle next to him. And if you do, you know, if you screw up at all, you're going to get paddled while you're at school. Oh, sweet. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Young Earth, all that kind of really fun, great stuff. <laughs> yeah. So how was science class then growing up? Wait, what science? Oh. <laughs> so did yeah. they even attempt to teach any of that kind of stuff, but put their own twist on it? Oh, or was it? It was, it was all Young Earth crap. And I mean, the only time that it wasn't that was like, if you're doing, you know, um, God, I can't even think of anything that we did that didn't what? have that spin on it. You know, like fossils in the Grand Canyon are all evidence of the flood and that oh, kind yeah. of stuff. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we had a guy show up one time and was like, "Hey, I took a I took a X-ray of my school and that proves that evolution's wrong because my school is really big and see Neanderthals. It matches the Neanderthals and therefore all the scientists are wrong." What? Yeah. How does that work? I I don't know. I wish. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of sat there like, okay, you just you're a sponge, and so you just yeah, take yeah. all that crap in. You get it at home. You get it at school. All your friends are from there, so so big fans of Ken Ham. Oh, those wow. guys, right? I couldn't imagine what I would think of that guy now if I wasn't an atheist. <laughs> he he <laughs> yeah, might, yeah, Ken Ham. Right? He might be your hero. He's oh, right. God. Were you there? I don't know. He, I think he's still yeah. too annoying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's pretty yeah. obnoxious. Yeah, I get tired of I get tired of listening to him say fucking anything. Yeah. Uh so any siblings? Yeah, I've got three older sisters. They are all very Christian. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Parents, are you so, so you're the baby? I am. Yeah. The baby of the family with three older sisters and yep. you are how old? 36. 36. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> Good. Well, you're not like super young, no. so Fuck those I, young people. <laughs> I don't know. Get off my lawn. I don't, I don't know why I, I no just, Pokemon I, I'm here. always the oldest guy in the room unless Grant is here. <laughs> yeah. He's older than everyone. <laughs> um, so what led you away from your 
super religious upbringing? Uh, YouTube. Oh yeah. Yeah, the yay internet. Uh, I, I, God, I ended up catching uh, Penn and Teller's bullshit, uh-huh. and I ended up on their uh, their Bible episode, and it just kind of went from there. Uh, off to the side when he gives you those recommended mm-hmm. videos, hey, you'd love this too, uh-huh. uh, was The Atheist Experience. And I, w- I didn't want to click on it. I was like, even that word for me, that was a bad word growing up. That w- You like, didn't like, say so it. Did you, did you know what an atheist engine? was? I thought I did. You know, yeah. I, I knew what my pastor told me about what atheists were, you know, the baby eating, devil worshiping, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did he really say that? Yeah. Like that's oh, that what kind of they stuff? really oh, tell? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's was, not entirely untrue, but – yeah. It's no. just to what extent. Right? <laughs> yeah. And I ended up seeing, you know, seeing that on YouTube and I had such a visceral response to seeing the word atheist and I didn't want to even click on that video. It almost scared me. It was, it was weird. And after a while, I was like, you know what? If I'm going to defend my faith, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be able to watch this and I'll be able to find any Bible verse to be able to refute anything they say and I'll be able to find an answer and that just man that fell apart so fast it wasn't funny because the first episode was i think it was a collection of christian arguments and matt delahunty was doing it and man it was all the arguments i would have had and man they just i was like yeah that doesn't make sense he's just you know beating them apart and i I couldn't i couldn't sit there and listen to those arguments go and, and and think i could make that argument uh anymore after that you know after he was able to just completely destroy it. And so it didn't take very long for, for those holes to start poking through my faith. And I was like, well, I don't, what I thought I knew, I don't know. Were you active up until that point? Pretty close. Yeah. My wife and I had been going to a non-denominational church up in Leighton mm-hmm. and, uh, we had kind of stopped going just cause we were getting kind of tired of the people tired of the church and we thought about <laughs> starting to go kind of wanted to sleep in on Sundays a little bit bunch more of shitty fucking people. In <laughs> yeah. Here. It was very clickish yeah. and you know, the people were mostly nice, but a lot of the people we ended up being around were pretty clickish. And so we just kind of stopped going, but it wasn't for any theological reason. And I, I feel bad. My wife grew up Catholic, you know, very nominal Catholic and she's kind of like, Oh, whatever. She really doesn't care. She doesn't like religion. Yeah. I drove it. I drove her, you know, like, Hey, we got to go to church all the time. Ah, you know, <laughs> our kids complete, are going to be rotten human beings. Yeah. I was a complete asshole and I feel really bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mary, if you ever listen to this. And so it was, um, uh, yeah, we just stopped going. And, and so it, it kind of made it a little bit easier because we didn't have those social ties mm-hmm. when I was like, Hey, I'm done with this. But so she, she rode the, the Christian wave you were on with you for a while. And then now yeah. that you've dumped it now, now what? She's more of a God. She hates labels. She really does. She doesn't identify no, as an I atheist. I demand you put her in this little box. For <laughs> yeah. Me. Right. Julie. She would love you Julie. for that. She My wife is you. the same way. Yeah. She, 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 she hates me. religion. She's kind of a more of an apathist, yep. but you know, agnostic kind of, but like I said, doesn't like the labels. She's definitely, yeah. I hate speaking for her too much, <laughs> but she fine. definitely errs more to the side of uh, atheist or so- definitely soft atheist. But she's just been with you for whatever you're doing the whole time. That's yeah, pretty cool. She's been pretty cool because I was a shithead after I after I left my faith. I got real angry for the mm-hmm. first year, and I was just man. I and I had no one to take it out on. Wait, does that go away? Yeah. Oh, it did for me a little bit. What am bit. I doing wrong? Well, it depends what topic comes up, I guess. You get the right button there. It'll, it'll get going again. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, I was pretty angry for a while just cause I was like, man, I felt lied to. I felt like I'd been stupid. I'd gone on mission trips and done all that crap. So mm-hmm. 
it was just a lot of anger that I had to deal with. And after a year of that, I was like, I'm done. That's it. I'm tired of being horrible. Cause I, I took it out on her, on her mm. and you know, she stuck around. I'm kind of surprised she stuck around because I was just, I was a dickhead the whole time because I was just so angry and I had, I had no other outlet at all. So, so were you angry at just having believed this lie for so long? Yeah, or? I think that's it. Mostly. Um, it well, was, and her name's Mary, so you know, if you, right. it makes sense to direct it that way. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, I don't. It, it's hard to, ex, you know, pin down exactly why I was so angry. And it was just the smallest thing. A big thing was, well, my daughter was still going to a private Christian atheist, and so anytime we walked into that place, I was just yeah, hair stand on the back of my neck, and I just, <laughs> I wanted to light the place on fire, and it just, <laughs> I hated going there, and so that just kind of drove it. And I, a lot of the the feelings I had of uh, growing up, hey, you're broken, you know, you're sinful, all that kind of yeah stuff that you get taught. We were still teaching to my daughter. Well, we, I wasn't. My my wife really wasn't. But she was getting that from school yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. And so, and I, I just, we couldn't pull her out right away. And so it's just, it kind of all built up and blah, just let out. Yeah. Well, I mean, all that stuff is damaging, but you, you don't even realize you're being victimized until you come out of it. And then it's like, holy shit. Everyone's a fucking asshole. Like all these, <laughs> and, and, you know, it's not really their fault. They don't know any better either. It's yeah. just, I mean, for the most part, but yeah, I'm, I'm still pissed about it. Oh, yeah. That's. I'm, 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 I get pissed off not so much about being religious formerly anymore, but just about all of the shitty things that are done in the name of religion or that, or that religion does to people. And half of the time they go into it fucking smite with a giant smile on their mm-hmm. face. You know, it's, it's like leading lambs to the slaughter. They just fucking, okay, Jesus said it, so I'm going to do it. Sounds fantastic. And I feel bad for them, and it makes me angry that I feel bad for them, and I have compassion for these people, and I'm trying to say, no, you don't have to do that. And they're like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah. Why do you hate us? Why do you hate us? Why are you yeah. taking our faith away? Yeah. yeah. Right. That's how I feel every time I see an immigrant and say they're voting for uh, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm – I don't know if I'm, I'm trying to figure out how that's related or why that. <laughs> well, it's like Christians, like you know, it's these things are not good for you, like, especially if you're a woman. Like it's a very oh yeah patriarchal thing. Like why are you allowing yourself to be mentally harassed like this? This is not good for you. Yeah, Christianity, Islam. I mean, those the two largest world religions are certainly not very woman friendly. No, I mean, I, neither is Judaism or any other yeah. religion. Yeah. I don't know any other religion. I yeah, don't know because about. they're bad for people. Well, <laughs> I mean, so like in a, <laughs> but I mean, women in particular, specifically yeah. the Abrahamic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. There's a. There's a. I think Buddhism has quite a lot of subjugation. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think I think it does of women and Hinduism. Apparently, there was a a Hindu woman at the Ogden Coffee Chat for atheists of Utah, mm. who was very much an asshole. Oh. And arguing with members yeah. of Atheists of Utah who were at this coffee chat. Like arguing like, like, well, like, you're not real atheists. And I'm like, she's, and she's a Hindu? Like, that, Why that makes no sense to me, really. I mean, because Hinduism has no central god, yeah. no prophet, no, no main screed or textual reference at all. I mean, they've got, they've got different things, but Wait, there's what you- no, Sure they do. 
but no main thing, no no who no originator. There's nobody they point to and go, oh, oh, oh. I'm a Christian, I follow Jesus Christ, or I'm yeah. a I'm a Muslim, I follow the teachings of Muhammad. Yeah. You know, there's or or even just that Yahweh. I believe in Yahweh or or whatever central God. They don't even have that. And this woman, I guess, was just a real asshole about the whole deal. I had not heard about that. Yeah. I got contacted by a couple people who were at the coffee chat. Just to let me know. Huh. So was this recently then? Yeah, this was just on Sunday. Oh, wow. Hmm. Okay. Very recent then. Yes. And so if I were not camping this weekend, I would be going to the Ogden Coffee Chat this coming Sunday. To kick some ass. Just to see if she would return, because I like to talk to people. <laughs> How dare we <laughs> reject the monkey god Hanuman? Yeah. Yeah, it just seemed really weird to me. I, well, I mean... Some some parts of Hinduism are very atheistic. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're it includes atheism for for some of the for some of the branches of, of except Hinduism. for the ten million god part. Well, ten million gods. Well, but they don't all follow that either. I is mean, it, it's, is, is yeah. it, are there it's that a many? very wow. decentralized, yeah. very widespread set of beliefs. I don't like a lot of the time. I don't even I think know, there's more than that. But yeah, I don't, a lot of the time I don't even know how how or why. They determine that somebody is necessarily Hindu, other than th- other than that person says, "I'm Hindu." I'm Hindu because their beliefs are so wide ranging. Same for Christians, though. What's, I mean, and isn't it? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it is for Christians and and for Muslims other faiths and, and for other faiths, but they still have that one central oh, thing, right? There's there's something at its core, and for Hinduism, there's there's not a lot of the time. Isn't that a celebration where you throw like colored chalk at people? Isn't that is that Hindu or is that Buddhist? Hare Krishna, isn't it Hindu? That's, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that's is? I think that's Hindu. Yeah, because they love celebrating that here in Utah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's a bunch oh. of bunch of people running around throwing but chalk dust they, at each other, and it's really colorful. Yeah, what they're celebrating? I Dude, doubt it's it. Utah. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's great fun. I get him to go make a mess and be really colorful. Thank you, Justice Matt. <laughs> yeah. So you had mentioned that that you had gone on mission trips. Yeah, when I was fifteen, I went to El Salvador for a month, and they're much shorter than than the LDS ones, of course. But uh, went there and and tried to convert all the Catholics. But it's funny it was we were at some ruins. <laughs> Just kind of hanging out and uh, a bunch of LDS. There was Mormons there. Yeah, they were there. And and so the people that were kind of sponsoring us uh, went up and they were trying to convert them too. I'm like, this is odd. You're trying to convert the people there in your country, trying to convert you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when I was 17, I went to Portugal and helped build a private school. That one bothers mm-hmm. me less because it was we're building a school. But how? What? What year were you in El Salvador? And that was that would be 95. Yeah. Wasn't it dangerous? As- there were parts we couldn't go into. I guess the yeah, the Civil War had been done like, mostly, but there were still guerrilla fighters in parts of the country. And MS-13. Yeah. And we, we got on a bus to go up in the mountains one time, and, and a bunch of Army guys got on the bus. They were like, hey, we're just going to get on your bus and ride. It was all very weird for us. But in high school, they were mad shotguns and everything with them. They were, they were just you know, catching mean- a ride. It was just- Wow. Uh, how nice is that thing. at school? Like, hey, we're going to send you down here. There's a war zone. It's a war going on. There's a little fighting. But just go build some stuff for them. Yeah, it'll be fun. But you just pray, so it's okay. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Just God will protect you. Yeah, yeah no Christians Almost ever get, get killed. Yeah. So, Unless they leave their child <laughs> yeah. in the car. <laughs> how fucking weird is that, though? Like, like in the United States, so a couple weeks ago, uh, there was the attempted military coup in Turkey. Yeah. yeah. And they show 
you know, and it was and it was a military coup. It was a pretty big so they, one. They show, you know, these these bands of military people mm-hmm. in tanks and in their trucks just driving down city streets and i'm like can you imagine if that shit had happened here in the united states like how it'd, fucking weird would that be, be to nuts. walk out of your house and see a fucking tank rolling down state street or or, or main street USA. chasing down helicopters and shooting them out of the air yeah like just fucking nuts i can't mm-hmm. even imagine what that would be like that would be like it would be like the the Red Dawn movie, the the old shitty <laughs> one with was. with Patrick Swayze. Hey, that's better than the new yeah, one. Everybody would be outside with their Pokemon, so they would just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotta catch them all. Yeah, <laughs> this Pokemon looks like a bomb. <laughs> don't touch it, UXO. Don't touch it. <laughs> yeah, that, that shit is just crazy to me. I can't imagine anything like that ever happening here. I I just I don't just just sitting back yeah. trying to imagine what that would even be like, and what would you do was tripping me out when that whole thing was going on. Well, we have all of our local militias. They'll take care of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and everybody has guns so they so, can fight off the bad guys. Yeah. Right, which happens all the time. Yeah. 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 Um. So you went – so was it just the two different missions? Yeah. But besides, like, the small ones, like, I was part of a singing group, and so we'd go around to different churches and oh. – you know, during the summer and spent a couple of weeks doing that. And I, different I, Baptist churches or, or different denominations. Well, yeah, just Christian, Protestant, you know, generally they were Baptist, but sometimes it'd be something else. Uh, I really didn't care. Uh, it was just a time to hang out with more girls than I usually did. So <laughs> I was using the more fun part. So were, were you of the Baptist variety? Like you can't dance and that kind of shit. Generally or? that wasn't preached against much, but. It was definitely no vices of any kind, no smoking, drinking, no, you know, fornication of any kind. Uh, PDA was, nah, you were, at my church, it wasn't too bad. The school I went to, you know, you had a six inch rule, leave enough room for the Holy Ghost kind of deal. Yeah. The Holy Ghost has a six inch penis? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought he'd be bigger, you know, myself. But. <laughs> no, that's how, that's, that's leave enough room for the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Man. Oh, that's probably how he got his name. The Holy Ghost? Yeah. Why? The glory ghost holy holes. ghost yeah the glory holy ghost uh, <laughs> i got you that that would make junior high much more interesting yeah <laughs> science works and the fact that science works has buried the gods of the wind and the sun and the moon farmers now as i was just saying when it when it doesn't rain they don't pray for rain anymore they go see a meteorologist and that's a good thing In the process, the human condition has improved immensely, and it will continue to improve as science continues to bury the one remaining God. So did they, in your your religious school, did they teach about dinosaurs, evolution? Not much, no. Yeah, not re- yeah, they didn't really go into that a whole lot. They, I think they just, it was easier for them just to skirt around it and not have to, to deal with it at all, so... Well, and also when it's not when it's not in the theology, it doesn't really matter if you believe that you got to do all this God stuff and then you get the God eternity. Who gives a fuck what the dinosaurs exactly. were doing? Yeah. Also, if you don't bring it up ever, doesn't give a student any reason right. to go look it up online or or look it up yeah. look at a book. I mean, this wasn't able to get online then. No. Mm-hmm. So. Oh. Well, but, did they? I mean, did they talk about uh, other sciences like? geology or biology a little bit but it was pretty cursory i had a really crappy science education growing up so i've I've been trying to play catch up a little bit yeah uh yeah when you just accept that oh god did it 
You don't, you stop, you really do stop <laughs> asking the questions. You just, I, it doesn't matter. I don't really need to come up with an answer because I'm not that interested. Even though I, when I was a kid, I was. I loved watching nature on PBS. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would sit there and watch that and they'd be talking about millions of years and as a family, we'd, oh, that's so funny. We just got to laugh. Oh, that's so stupid. They think everything's <laughs> millions or billions of years old. Ha ha ha. They're so stupid. And just looking back, like the, whole, the irony is just <laughs> abounds. It just, it, it, yeah. Man. That's like I was watching, uh, uh, not Carl Sagan's version of it, the Cosmos, the new one when it came out Neil a few DeGrasse. years back. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Uh, and when I was watching it with the Mormon guy the first episode. He's like, isn't this great? All the stuff that God did. Oh, this is just wow. incredible. I'm like, no, that's not <laughs> what they said. There's been no mention of Joseph Smith doing shit in they this episode. They don't show with, look at how wondrous God's creation is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I never... I, yeah, I, I, th- I think it's weird when I see religious people make excuses like that or try yeah. to justify things like the preemptive excuses. Like it's like they know what they believe is bullshit. And so they're trying to talk themselves into believing it. Like, <laughs> Hey, I can watch this science show because it'll teach me all about God's creation. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, and I had asked about, you know, if you'd learned geology, biology, anything like that, wanting to know if there was any kind of specific apologetics used. When you were in school, you know, like if they tried to say, well, some people say that the earth is millions or billions of years old, but it's not. And here's why. Man, the the answers didn't even hardly go that far. It was just instantly off the table that someone else has a different, uh, what they would say, opinion. Mm. <laughs> Never mind facts. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's their, oh, they think that they're being led astray by the devil. That was a big narrative I heard. They're mm. just being led astray. This is the devil making... Everyone think this so that, you know, that they don't come to Christ, you know, because if you believe in evolution, you definitely can't be a Christian, which is wholly untrue. Uh, so that was just, it wasn't there. The apologetics were so weak. Uh, and you didn't, you just took it all for granted. That's, that's what I did anyways. You learned to shut down that, that questioning part of your brain. I remember sitting in church and sitting in school and well, I wonder about this. Well, how do I know that? Well, if, this part of the Bible is true. How do I don't know if this part of the Bible is true? And trying to you know reconcile that stuff in my head, but instantly that that training kicks in. Like, don't question. This is you know, these are all the right answers we're giving you from your parents and your pastors and whatnot. So just don't worry about it. Hmm. Just go along. So. Yeah, we'll we'll provide all of the answers. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. usually it's just, if I can't give you a good enough answer, it's just God did it and you shouldn't right. question it, that kind of stuff. Yeah, or, I, I, or the devil did it, if it's bad, yeah, sounds yeah. like. I wish I'd gotten more of both sides. That would have been great, actually, looking at both sides a little bit. Uh, there was not very much of that. We had a pastor start doing Sunday night sermons where he was comparing, oh, this is why we're Baptists. <laughs> so we had a little sermon about why we're Baptists. And then the next Sunday was, well, this is what Mormons believe. He had, had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> and this is why they're wrong. And the next week was Catholics and Jews, and it went on for, you know, six weeks or something like and that. We're badass. It was, yeah. It was basically, we're just, this is why we're right. It was never a question. We just, we're right. And here's your worldview. You know, have, enjoy your life. Make sure you come to church and tithe. Yeah. yeah. That was going to be another question I had is just, you know, is there a lot of bashing of other Christian faiths? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In the church and, well, and, and in school. And church, and, well, just church is splitting over the stupidest crap, not even theology. You know, that's why you have all the all the sex you have now. Just watch, Wait, who watch, has sex? Watch, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, watching people leave my church because we introduced synthesized music. 
You know, oh. it wasn't the organ or the piano. So, oh, we, you evil. know, yeah, somebody played, wow. you know, had a had a keyboard out for the offering song and and people got really upset over that. Then they introduced, oh, a guitar during the praise well, session. It's, it's so hard because oh, God, we're just, in, you know, just inviting the Satan into our church. Someone played oh, Devil Went Down to Georgia. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Those are just the devil. I would have just been clapping inside my just yay. <laughs> Did you were you able to listen to rock and roll and whatever? It, as long as my parents or most of my sisters weren't there. I had one sister that was a little more uh she was more not secular, but she listened to all the popular music and I remember her getting yelled at it for it. I kept all my music locked in my locker at school so that's a no then right I have a very long way to get to that answer you're welcome oh no you're fine to elaborate i just was so you guys didn't get together and listen to tool and stuff in the car no 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 no, no i kept them in metallica and you know no. white zombie and stuff all it i had to keep that stuff hidden yeah because my mom walked in on me one time listening to metallica and she about blew a gasket well they're satan's music yeah oh yeah well we they, i grew up i grew up court. during that satanic panic yeah. man. they we yeah. had pamphlets hiding yeah. out at churches you know it's you know kiss it was kings and satan's service and if you listen to these guys that they're going to just <laughs> yeah take you down to hell with them really yeah i forgot about that i think i heard it as knights in satan's service yeah Huh. There was there was this whole thing. I mean, it was Whoa. that was yeah the late eighties, early nineties. I totally fucking forgot about yeah. that with Kiss. Yeah, it was huge in my church. This and we had pamphlets hang, handed out when I was a kid in Sunday school. And like, don't ever listen to this music or this music or you know your life is just going to turn to shit. You know, the devil's going to get inside you. That's you know. <laughs> like okay. the monster can lady. Won't Jesus protect oh, yeah. me? Right. Not if you're listening to that devil music. <laughs> Yeah. It's so weird. So it was, yeah, it's a very interesting way to grow up. I mean, I'm not, my story's not unique, but it's just, it's unfortunate that it's, it's not, you know, a lot of people yeah. Are, yeah. Well, yeah. grow up this way and it's, it's a lot of crap to deal with, especially when you, after you leave, you're like, well, you got all this, you know, your head's full of all this crap and you're trying to deal with it. It always seems like in those really strict um, groups like that, that, that Jesus is just so fucking hard to find all the time and Satan's just everywhere yeah. all the time. Yeah. So easy. Like yeah. everything you do can – you'll be full, full with the devil easily. But with Jesus, like super hard, like lifelong project and maybe not even then. Yeah. It's yeah. Weird. You just, you just got to keep working on your faith just constantly. Yeah. Work on your faith. Work yeah. on your faith. Yeah. But if you do one little thing – Yeah. A momentary lapse in judgment th- there's, can there's, lead there's you the, the, yeah. the straight devil. to hell. Yeah. yeah. You touch, yeah. Your, touch your penis when it's hard, you're going to hell. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> Bad things happen after midnight, man. Bad things happen after midnight. It's like gremlins. Did you hear that all the time? Oh, that was my mom's big saying. Bad things happen at midnight. Oh, after really? Midnight. That was why. My, yeah, eleven o'clock curfew all the way through. Huh. It, you know, I was like, Mom, guess what? Bad things happen at ten thirty in the morning too. You know, yeah. I can have sex whenever. It doesn't. There's not a rule. It has to happen after midnight. That's really weird, man. That's that you. You just brought another memory back to me when I was younger, and. You know, I'd I'd hang out with my friends until all hours of the day and or evening or early morning and the next day my dad would say, What are you doing out so late? I'm nineteen, twenty, twenty one years old, you know, I what do you think? Out hanging out with my friends. Well nothing good happens after midnight. My God. I'm like, yeah. Well, I had a lot of fun <laughs> until <laughs> You should have come out and you morning. might have had yeah, you might change your opinion. Well like, yeah, I had a I had a lot of I had a lot of good times after midnight. <laughs> way fewer, no. way fewer car accidents after midnight. Right. No, nothing good ever happens after midnight. It's just hmm. a lot easier to All drive right. a lot faster on the road. So <laughs> it's just weird that my dad, who 
Yeah, I, I wonder if he picked that up through religion somewhere. I don't know. Just a cultural just thing, after maybe. You said that, yeah. I don't know. Because now yeah, he's back into the LDS. How, how old's your dad? Oh, uh, let's see. He's got to be. He'll be sixty this year. Oh, okay. So my parents are just older, just a little bit older than so. About the oh, same yeah. age generation. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was such a weird thing to hear coming because you know what they they would never say sex because sex was just. Yeah. <laughs> Too scared to ever talk about. Yeah, of course. You know, but you Just knew that's what they were talking about. The S E X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The bad thing you you do with your clothes off, you know. <laughs> but it's wonderful after you get married. You know, make sure you remember that it's horrible before you get married and wonderful after you get married. And <laughs> right. sure. then it's a wonderful sacrament. Right. Oh, sacrament. God. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't have that kind of credit. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, living here in Utah and hearing that phrase or hearing that word. You know, I didn't grow up with the word sacrament. It was just everything was holy. It was either holy or oh, what was it? Not wholesome. You know, things were not righteous. You know, mm-hmm. not unholy. Yeah, not unholy. No, I mean, did they use the word unholy or no? Unholy. Yeah, holy oh, yeah. and unholy. No, yeah. they just went holy and unwholesome. Yeah, That's weird, right? That's yeah. weird. So, <laughs> isn't all of it weird? Yeah, it's it like is. understatement, <laughs> underwhelming statement there. No, it is. I, well, you know, I talked to you uh, a few weeks ago when you were over here, and you know, we had we had some conversation. I was just like, man, I got to talk to this guy more about like his church and what they believed growing up, and and how weird that is because, you know, here in Utah, I only not only but primarily hear about Mormons. Yeah, we all know how fucking crazy they are, but. It's so it's always interesting to me to hear somebody coming from another faith, a different crazy, yeah, a yeah. different kind of crazy, a different yeah. brand of crazy, where some of the teachings are the same and some are different and some are like way out there. Like even the Mormons are going, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's ah, oh God, I don't know. It's just it, there seems to be a, a very common vein through the whole thing. You're just willing to accept something that makes you feel good, and that's. That's what I see my family mostly doing now is just, it feels so good. I don't know if they could leave it, even if I, you know, re- you know, presented with the right kind of evidence. Or see, and that's weird arguments. because I remember I growing know. up learning that, you know, if it, if it feels good, it, it's probably bad. Mm. Oh, I heard that all the time. Yeah. I, I remember sermons specifically on that <laughs> yeah. topic. Yeah. Well, physically though, if it's spiritual, then it's different, right? It depends what kind of spiritual though. Well, obviously the church feels good, right? Like yeah. the love of Jesus and all that stuff is good. It feels good. So that's okay. But if it's phys- if it physically feels good, probably then not. that's bad. That's your flesh yeah. betraying right, you. Right, right. Yeah. And well, you got to yeah, fight the, against that. The girl I lost my virginity to was a couple of years older than me and her parents weren't very LDS, but, but we're sending her to church mm-hmm. and she was going to church with her friends and, hmm. uh, you know, we we had dated for like six months in high school. Doesn't sound like it took. And, <laughs> and well, so much for younger guys. She was a teenage girl. Teenage girls have a lot of hormones going on in their yeah. bodies too, man. And nah. So so it happened. We did the deed, and and then it was just like we were like rabbits, man. Fucking hell yeah. Fucking fucking <laughs> everywhere. Oh yeah. Like everywhere in the car. Like any time there was. You know, two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anytime we were, we had two minutes. Alone. It's a stoplight, honey. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, church parking lots, fucking school parking lots, just in the in, in the parking lot, in the middle of the a lot day, of parking just, lots. I, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of parking yeah. lots. Yeah, yeah, all, all over the place. But then, you know, she went to. Was tr- this happening after midnight, Dan? <laughs> a lot of the time, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, see, there you go. Yeah, actually, her mom. Her so her dad. 
went he was he was in the military and went to Iraq for the first mm-hmm. Iraq war and so while he was deployed I went over to her house and stayed <laughs> oh. stayed the night oh. and you know we're just it, it was just sex all night long and Right. So she kept getting up to go to the bathroom, and her, well, her parents' all... room was basically just kind of kitty corner uh... across the hallway. So her mom wakes up. I'm just laying in bed. <laughs> you know, I've just got the sheet, like, from the waist down, arms behind my head, feeling pretty fucking satisfied with myself. <laughs> <laughs> and and her, mom, her mom gets up, you know, peeks her head into the room, and she's like, says says my girlfriend's name, and flips on the light, sees me sitting there, and I just froze, like, Oh fuck! Maybe her vision is movement based. <laughs> if I hold really still, she won't be a dinosaur. <laughs> so I'm just kicked back in the <laughs> kicked back in the bed with my arms behind my head, not moving a fucking muscle. And she flips on the light. She just goes, <gasps> "Shit!" and turns the light off. <laughs> and then I hear knock, 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 and she's knocking on the door. You know, uh, saying my girlfriend's name and what's going on? Why is he here? Your dad is gonna shit his pants. <laughs> he needs to leave right now. I'm getting out of bed, putting my clothes on. Oh, I gotta go. That's in the Middle East. It'll be a while till he's home. But yeah, so, but then she ended up going to church and, uh, I don't know if she, I think she must have met with the bishop and mm, confessed. You know, had her, had her little come to Mormon Jesus her little talk. Creepy with the meeting with oh, closed God. doors. Yeah. And, and Details then. Details and everything. And then broke up with me and said that, you know, and one of the things was, and I'm, and I said, well, you know, it just, it feels great. It's fucking yeah. awesome, right? Why, why would you not do this? Why would anybody not be doing this like as much as they possibly can? And she's like, well, that's what the bishop said is that if it feels really good, then it's probably bad. Oh, you're going to make the baby Jesus cry. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, whatever. Wow. Bye. My first girlfriend, similar thing happened. She ended up going back. She's like, oh, we shouldn't be doing this after, yeah, six months of having sex. She's like, I feel guilty now. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I feel pretty fucking good. Yeah. I can get over my guilt real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a lot of fun back in the day in high school. But so your parents, how how are they handling this whole transition from being a good little god-botherer? There's a a can of worms right there. Now a godless heathen. Well, I know you've you've seen some of the posts I made. Oh, Jesus. Three, four years ago now. Well, I became an atheist in, yeah, 2012 and... Ah, was it two years? Well, you went by a that? pseudonym on right. Facebook for a while. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I don't want this out. And I finally told my family just over Facebook. I just told everyone. I was like, screw it. I'm just going to tell everyone. I want to do it my way. You know, some people were saying, hey, you should do it one on one. And I got harangued over that by one of my sisters. Oh, you should have told us you know, in person and blah, blah, blah. And like, I did it the way I wanted to do it. This is my story, not your story. So my dad knows, my mom doesn't know, she's not in good health, uh, she's dealing with Alzheimer's, so mm-hmm. he oh, was worried she, she won't remember anyways, and yeah. probably stress her out if he told her, so she doesn't know, most of the family knows as far as I know. Uh, I went up there, I haven't been up to to see them for a couple of years now, because it's been, it's pretty tense, they don't, oh, yeah, they don't still? understand, they don't, yeah, there's really no... No attempt to talk about it. When we were up there, it was just a very much a cold shoulder kind of a, kind of a time. So yeah, it's a bit of a falling out, not a real active or not a, you know, wasn't yelling, that kind of stuff. It's just kind of one of those shunned going. Yeah. I'm going a different way than you guys are going and we don't have as much in connection as we used to. Yeah. You're not so. in the club. Right. Right. 
Yeah. So that's kind of how that's gone. That's been my last couple of years of dealing with the family stuff. And that took a while. That, that was a lot of the anger came from that as well. And I eventually dealt with that and smash it, bury it, you know, do whatever you got to do. <laughs> well, you said one of your sisters was kind of more secular. Is she? No, she's now, she is very back, in, much back into the church. Oh, okay. when, she always went to church, but she had a lot of boyfriends and listened to all the, you know, the pop music and, you know, on the radio. But she's making up for it now. Yeah, yeah. She's on the on the praise team and she loves that. And so I can see the, the attractiveness for her on that part. Her husband is not religious. He won't say he's an atheist. He says he's on the fence, but he supports uh. her. So I think I've got one hmm. cousin that I think he's an atheist. Anytime I put stuff on Facebook, he likes it, <laughs> but he doesn't ever say anything. He's married to a... A pretty religious woman, so I think he's kind of keeping under his hat a little bit. Hmm. So, yeah, there's not not a lot I have to do with my family much anymore, which is it's made me sad for a while. And there are times when it's kind of it's kind of a bummer. But yeah, yeah I'm trying to make my own family down here. You you know you make the mm-hmm. family you wolf. Excuse me, the one you want. <laughs> there's a button here. I didn't use it. <laughs> it snuck up on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Make the family you wolf, everybody. <laughs> it's a wolf pack. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, an, yeah. it's a modern way to raise a family. Right. That's In true. the woods, running around. Trademark. I'm good. That's mine. Sniff. You can't take that. Sniffing butts. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a very important part of the new family. I'm glad I got something out. Just choking on myself. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So that's kind of sad. Yeah, it is. It's it's uh, it's definitely interesting to deal with, hmm. and it's they would blame you, I'm sure, for I, ma- because because you you know quote made the change right or you did the different thing you deviated but ultimately it's their this and this is another thing that gets me fucking pissed off it's their stupid religion that did, that did it right yeah, it's that right. that thing is that is to blame for that yeah. well I feel, I feel bad in a way because. If they are anything like I would think they would, how they would feel, maybe how I would feel that I failed if my kid left religion, you know, so I, I can imagine there's a lot of guilt there. And and they have to deal with all the very real emotions about you going to a not real place, but they have to think about that. They have to figure out how to deal with all those real emotions. Again, religion's fault. Exactly. It's bullshit. I'm okay with it. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't cause you any stress, but they're probably, they're probably really worried about that. Yeah. That was one thing that I was kind of surprised, you know, when I was like, oh, I'm not going to heaven. Okay. Yeah. I didn't feel like I lost anything. I was kind of surprised. I was like, oh, cool. There's probably no God. Wow. That's, yeah. <laughs> yay. This is great. <laughs> I actually felt really good. So was there anything from your religion <laughs> that while you were going through your conversion or deconversion from religion De- yeah. uh, that you was extremely hard to let go of? Not really. I mean, once I realized I had very bad reasons for what I believed, uh, it just it just all fell away. I didn't hold on to one thing uh, or uh, particularly, you know, in any kind of strong way. So it just, yeah, I just let it all go right at, you know, right at the get-go. It was, it was a very quick process. I know some people go through years and yeah. years and they have to work through everything. And I didn't have to do that. And it was a – I remember listening to the arguments and just laughing mm-hmm. out loud to myself – I was by myself at work. This is great. I'm in the office. People are, what is he laughing at? <laughs> and I'm just listening to it on, at work. And and I just realized how stupid these arguments were. Yeah. And these are all my arguments. And it just, it only took like a week. And I wow. was I was done. And so, but it was, 
it was such a weird transition. Just like, okay, I'm done. Wow, I'm done. That's it. So how many episodes of The Atheist Experience did you watch that week? Uh, well, all of them. I, I just, <laughs> yeah. I, I, it was weird. I, I couldn't get enough mm-hmm. of once I realized, and I couldn't even say it to myself. I couldn't say it. It was an atheist. I hadn't even really admitted it to myself. I knew my religion was wrong. I didn't believe it in, anymore. I didn't believe in, in any kind of God. And, I just, I just had needed to get more and more and more. And it took me probably a full month before I even said to myself, Oh, I'm, I'm an atheist. And even saying those words was like a little scary. Oh, it was, like I said, it was very versatile. It was a very, I felt those words coming out of my mouth. Just, it was almost like a bad taste because I, that I was so conditioned to that word. Yeah. And so it took me a while to say that. It took me a while to say it to my wife. It took me a while to say it to other atheists, like, Oh, hey, you're an atheist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, what it was me, me too. You know, yeah, it's very strange. Someone might be listening. I don't want them to know yet. Yeah, yeah. I'm at a meeting. The first thing I went to was the coffee chat where David Silverman came out okay. and announced oh, yeah. the convention was going to be here. And I was like, oh, I got to go to that. I hadn't been to anything before, and so I walked in. I'm like, there are the atheists here. This is really weird. I don't know what to say. It was yeah. It was very cool though. I was very excited. That's similar to mine. That convention was kind of my first thing, too, like going to that. That's where I met Dan. And I had a similar experience, too. Mm. Right after that, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm totally – this is fine. But all that discomfort kind of went away at that convention. Yeah. But that's interesting. I didn't see you there. Maybe I did. I don't know. (laughs) I was around. I kind of sat by myself. I was sick that weekend, so I didn't want anybody around me. I was like, I paid money for this, but I didn't want to get anybody else sick. Didn't want anybody catching the gambu. Right, right. So well, I mean, that's because you're at an atheist convention. Yeah, the Lord was trying to tell you, right? It was the Holy Spirit <laughs> convicting me of my sins. Surely, yeah, yeah. The butterfly you feel in your stomach—that's the Holy Spirit right. convicting you. Yes. Where do you get your conscience? It's not the yeah. flu virus. No. Yeah, those those conventions are very cathartic. Like it, it helped even me just let go of a lot of baggage and bullshit to just know that I could walk around and openly say, "I'm an atheist. I don't yeah. believe in God. I think religion is bullshit." It's harmful. It hurts people. Just, it was very, it was very freeing, very cathartic. Oh, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. It was the first convention I had gone to and I kind of got hooked. Yeah. Like, I have to, I have to do at least one a year. Got to get my fix in, man. Right. <laughs> What's, oh, never mind. You already did this year's convention. Well, reason they rally. didn't, they didn't really do it at a convention. It was the oh. reason rally, but it was fun. It's a good time. It was hot. Fucking hot. I got I got to go too. It was very hot. <laughs> That's right. I, I hate humidity. And you guys I, oh, drove yeah. out there. Oh from yeah, Utah. We, yeah, we did. That's a yeah. long. I mean, I've driven to Wisconsin several times, and that's a long drive. Yeah, that was. It, we we tied it into our va- family vacation for the summer too. So wow. Yeah, we just we drove a long yeah, like, ways. It was worth it. I loved it. It's like I hadn't five thousand miles. Yeah, we did forty eight hundred twenty five from door to door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. It was a good time. I spent more in gas than I ever want to spend in oh, yeah. gas. Economical card? No way. Four wheel V8 Forerunner. That's, yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Great guy. 817 all the way over. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Horrible gas mileage. Is that what you got? Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. that's what I get right now. That's why I'm trying to think about being an adult and trading in the Hummer. <laughs> oh, man. I thought you were just going to maybe get another car for commuting. Well, I can't fit all my camera gear in the Hummer to begin with, so I got a buddy I might be doing a trade with for a work van, 
that's already gutted out, so I could build shelves in it for all my Is camera Is it windowless? Gear. Yes. Awesome. Oh, no. Beetle van. Beetle van. I will paint a candy sign on the side of it. No, it can't be candy. Super rare Pokemon inside. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll, wow. I'll paint. That's knowing your audience right there. <laughs> I'll paint super rare Pokemon on the side. It's going to have 14, 28-year-olds in yeah, the back of the It's going to be all of consenting age. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I'm looking at trading the Hummer in for... A rape van. A Nissan Altima. <laughs> and that's not a van. No, that's a car. That's not going to fit your video stuff. No, but that's what I'm getting a van that I'm oh. trading for so that I can fit all my camera stuff in it. And I can get a car that gets oh, 40 miles a gallon. there you go. Oh. Because, you know, 240 mile round trip to work. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm spending 400 bucks a month in So gas. why why the why the Altima? Uh, I looked up cars and I was looking up price ranges that I was comfortable with and I looked at the Sentra. I'm like, yeah, that thing's got no balls, but the Sentra, <laughs> uh, the, the higher model for the Ultima actually looked pretty good and had some pretty mm-hmm. good ratings yeah. on it as far as all the websites rating everything it's was like over car. seven or eight or giving it nine. So it had really good ratings. It's got a good engine in it. Get a scooter. And Please get a scooter. No. <laughs> but the Altima and the that one both got right around the same gas mileage. And I wanted a fun car. I was looking at Camaros and stuff. I'm like, it gets 20, 24 miles a gallon. It's better than the Hummer. I'm like, yeah. But justifying it. Yeah. I was trying to justify it, but yeah. I'm like, no. But I want to have my funds too. Yeah. It's, but then it's like, oh, I can't drive that in the snow, which I have to drive in the snow to get to work. So I'm like, I'm going to get something that's front wheel drive, does good on gas, try to be a fucking adult. <laughs> nah. Try to be responsible. Ain't got time for that. I know. <laughs> you don't have to worry. You don't have kids, man. You can fucking no. But I got a very expensive camera hobby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have a bunch of a bunch of uh, electronic kids, I guess. Pretty much. They're probably just as expensive as normal kids. Uh, Are they sassy? <laughs> That's the worst part. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you get a sassy SD card that won't fucking like work for you or something. Like, or you lose an episode bitch. of your fucking podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Son of a bitch. That's true. Lost a couple of those. We lost two. We have the new camera body I'm looking at getting is six, is six grand. Oof. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like entry level. Why would why would you spend six thousand dollars on a camera? What else what would does you do it do that? for you? Yeah. Mm. Well, because I Lowies. Can, it would work. Yeah, entry it, into it would, what? Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm starting to get more pain low gigs. level penetration. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to get more people paying me to do stuff. Yeah. So that's where the van comes in, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Got yeah, it. Nice. Just, just clearing that up. There will be a glory hole in the van. <laughs> Should get a Jew sheet and put it in there. <laughs> A juice sheet. Yeah, just with the hole in it. <laughs> what? Oh, wow. Fuck. What? I, I was watching a show recently, and they were like, "Yeah, I'm not going to be Jewish. I don't want. I don't want my kids fucking through a sheet." <laughs> I have no idea. Wow. I can't remember what show that was. I just watched it the other day. Was it like a TV show or a movie? TV show. <laughs> anyway, it was fun. I had to go to Catholic school when I was a kid. Hated Catholic school. Hated Catholic school more than anything. Nuns were vicious. They would hit me with a ruler, slap me in the face, anything to defend themselves. So you said that you grew up on a farm. Were you, are your parents farmers for no, a living? My, or grand, they, or? my grandfather was, and so we grew up on that farm. But my dad, he was a nurse. He worked in town. What kind of farming? Cows, corn, asparagus. Oh. Yeah, it was a small farm. 
wasn't yeah. very big. Old yeah. school family farm, just do oh, the yeah. whole the yeah. whole farming. Yeah, they were the first, no, the second ones to settle in that area right after World War II. Wow. And mm. so there was nobody out there in that part of. That part I just of, figured you're mm. kind of in the wheat triangle up there, so I don't know if you're growing marijuana the, or oh, not. Oh, there was plenty of that too, <laughs> and not I was never exposed to it, unfortunately. No, it was yeah. Meth is a big thing there too. Uh, mm. but, but meth you can make anywhere. I mean, Washington, Oregon, Northern California. That's that's the yeah. the weed triangle where it's supposed to be the best areas to grow. I yeah. guess or he's something. Far sure. from the coast though, if he's in. You got to go up to yeah. No, closer these to, these closer are all the Canada. mountain areas where they're grown. Yeah, I know. I'm saying he's on. He's in more of the plains area, like out in desert. East, yeah, desert. Oh. It's just like here without the mountains. Oh, yeah, not as not as high altitude. Just, that's shitty. Yeah. yeah. So when I moved here. I was like, so, wow, it's, it's the same. So it's like Idaho. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. Except for Spokane is a little different, but yeah, that's where most of my family's at now. So Spokane's nice. I like Spokane. Coeur d'Alene is nice too. Yeah. When a, lot I hear of, Coeur a lot of white supremacists. Yeah, yeah no, there you go. Yeah, that's when I hear Coeur d'Alene, yeah. I think of, yeah. It's very Skinhead. pretty and lots of white people. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a nice town. Yeah. Really pretty town with a whole lot of white people who don't like much else but other white people. Yeah, it's like Park City. <laughs> <laughs> so you said that you've got three sisters. All mm-hmm. three of them are very religious. You said one of the husbands is... Nominal, nominally yeah, religious. Kind of, the other two yeah. husbands are also very yeah. Religious. One is studying and has been uh, studying for seminary, so he wants to, he's in the army right now, oh. and so he wants to be a, a pastor of some sort when he, he gets done. So I'm kind of surprised I haven't been approached by him actually huh. online. It's surprising. I was oh, approached yeah. by by that sister. She's my youngest sister, two years older <laughs> than I am. And we had some discussions back and forth, and we disagreed on what the word debate meant. She's like, I just want to have a debate. I'm like, well, if you approach it and you are not willing to ever change your mind, that's not a debate. <laughs> yeah. And it didn't go much further than that. <laughs> so you're the youngest and the only boy. Right. Yeah. So Ooh, double letdown. Right. And for a while, when I was in junior high, we had a cousin that was the same age as my oldest sister living with us, too. So there were five women and oh. me and my dad. So, yeah. A lot of estrogen. Yeah. A lot of lot of estrogen, a lot of nodding in the room. You guys are like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I have two sisters and no brothers, but and we're all close in age, but not five. You know, yeah, that's a lot. Yep, there was there was a few of us. I had cousins that lived right down the street from us. They had five. I had cousins that lived the other direction, like two miles. They had six kids. Jeez. There was a lot of us, and we weren't even Mormon. <laughs> it wasn't even <laughs> preached like you guys need to have a lot of kids. It just hey, we all had they all had a lot of kids. But what about what contraception about, yeah. or birth control or is that a no no? I, I don't ever remember that ever coming up. Hmm. Yeah, not at all. Sex was uh, any mention of sex was per- downplayed to the extreme. Just don't mention it. Don't talk about it. It happens, but it's just too scary. It's too uncomfortable to talk and, about. And so you don't remember if they ever did like a, you know, sex is for procreation, not recreation. It was don't have sex. It was just don't have sex. <laughs> don't think about sex. Don't ever look at, you know, girls that way. We know you are, but you know, don't ever touch yourself. Uh, no, nothing. Just Just nothing at all. Until I found my dad's porn so stash. To, so, oh, really? Your dad? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let that bag, let that cat out of the bag right there. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's hilarious. What kind of Don't porn? do this thing that I am doing. Yeah. yeah. Was it Playboy? Oh, it was hardcore. No, hardcore. Really? Yeah. So like, I was like 12 or 13. I was, leathers and I was in heaven. I was like, this is so cool. I don't even know what it is. I don't understand what is happening in these pictures right now. Father, why have you not shared exactly. this wonderful information exactly. with me? Exactly. It was just, it was hilarious to me. Was, yeah, that was funny. He didn't know I had found it. I was like, yes. 
So where did he hide it? Under his bed. Really? And then in the in the attic for a while. Yeah. My my grandfather hid all of his porn mags out in out in his little. He had he had a wood uh, wood shop out in the backyard, and then he had like a little wood shed. I'm gonna go chop wood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, chop wood, and he had. I'm Not sure a bad euphemism. They're right. probably yeah. still out there, but he's got Playboy magazines back since like hey. the 60s. This is your grandfather? Yeah. yeah. He might be worth something. Why does granddad have such strong forearms? <laughs> you know, <laughs> my grandfather used to make all kinds of stuff just uh, with naked ladies. Like, he would do naked lady carvings and, you know. Well, then the, the Playboys weren't them. for. <laughs> <laughs> they, they weren't for whack and they're for uh, inspiration. A reference it's photos. Just, yeah. it's, it's art. I'm just studying the human body over yeah. and over and over again. <laughs> he, he's a dirty old lech man. He, he, like his all... coffee mug was just Boobs. a woman's torso. You know, no, no head, no legs, just like. Boobs to crotch was yeah. was his coffee mug, and then he had a he had a coffee creamer thing that was just like this big boob with the nip. You know, the nipple was where wow. the cream was. Come he LDS? Pretty I much. Guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, well, it wasn't a real boob. Yeah. So. But I, he he was. You but know, wouldn't that air incite, quotes, yeah. air quotes, LDS, he, but was, he would smoke. Wouldn't that incite yeah. lust, though? I he mean, was going back to the original. He was a Joseph Smith kind of Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he had naked. Naked Lady magazines everywhere. All kinds of Naked Lady carvings. He played golf. He had Naked Lady tees. We'd go out golfing, and he's using his <laughs> nice. Naked Lady golf tees. And You're like, I want to grow up to be just like you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He. So we found his stash, and then my dad had, you know, giant stashes of porn, like, just all around the house, in the bathroom, in his bed, in the filing cabinet. Yeah. And you guys all knew where it was, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. This basically sounds like every hunting cabin in Wisconsin. <laughs> Get cold on those winter nights, right? <laughs> the shagging cabin, the stabbing cabin. <laughs> so you said that your daughter was attending a Christian school. Yeah. Is that still happening? No, Not happening no. anymore? So, yeah, the, the next year we pulled her out. We let her finish that year. And, and we started having other disagreements with how that school was being run anyways. And so we, we yanked her out and put her in, in uh, private school, or not private school, public school. Yeah. Yeah. How, how did she handle that transition? Pretty well. She's, she's a, a tough little kid. She's done really, really well. She's very smart. And so, and she's big into science and I'm so happy about yeah. that. She's a good little thinker. She's left a lot of that religious stuff already behind, which is awesome. really cool. Yeah. She was just talking to my wife about other religions and why do they think this and why do they think that? And, you know, we, well, what do you think? You know, this is what they think. What do you think about that? And giving her a chance to develop that thinking her. process, that critical thinking is, you know, that teach you how to think, not what to think is, yeah. you know, that's been my driving uh, parenting motivation right there. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good one to have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I always, I always told my kids, you know, feel free to ask me anything. I may not know the answer, but we can figure it out together. Right. And mm -hmm. Find the answer together. Yeah. I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm not the encyclopedia, but we have Google. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We can figure this shit out, man. Yeah. And don't be afraid to ask me anything. Yeah. Um, Why are you such an asshole, Dad? <laughs> it's not a Google. Because <laughs> I'm an atheist. Uh, so to ask you anything. So do you have just the one, the one child? Yep, just the one. I'm very happy about it. We outnumber our children, so that's I like <laughs> that a lot. <laughs> How old is she? She's 11. Stay oh. away from her, Ryan. Yeah. Oh. What? No. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you, 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 go you and Dan Van. For... I'm going to keep my eye out on that thing. It's for late 20, early 30s people. Oh, okay. That's the, what the Pokemon Go 
warrior van is for? Warrior van. The warrior, warrior van. <laughs> what, what's a what's a big? Are you gonna like wear a, a chieftain hat or something? Oh, I will. Feathers. Totally. I want the feathers. Pokemon Go warrior. I don't know. I couldn't think of anything else. I was like, I was trying to think of what you called it, like an epic Pokemon or something. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I said there was epi poke. Uh, like super a, rare. Super rare. Yeah, there we go. Super rare Pokemon. I don't know the Pokemon. Pokemon warrior. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, what is the most embarrassing thing <laughs> that you believed while you were religious? Uh, Either you know, most embarrassing thing or thing you look back on today and go, "Man, that was fucking dumb of me." I, I'm assuming I, I'm like not allowed you were to religious, say all so of there, it. So there's a whole <laughs> like there's a whole list of things. That yeah, you that's a hard one to to boil down. I think the big thing is the age of the Earth, age of the mm. universe, that kind of stuff is the big ones because that. That is absolutely indisputable at this point, and and just denying that, you know, the Earth is what four billion, and and bringing that down to six thousand, you know, because of oh, we looked at the lineage <laughs> in the Old Testament and we added up their ages, and da da, yeah, that's that's probably the big one right there. Yeah, coming back to life might be the the second, and Jesus coming back to life, the uh, resurrection. resurrection yeah. That might be that's. I think that's a close second. Oh yeah, that is a pretty weird thing. But I mean, it's it's so normalized in in our culture that it's like, right? E- even a lot of atheists are just like, whatever. But it's it is pretty weird. Yeah, I remember th- standing in church while and thinking about that. Well, how do I know he actually came back? Because if he didn't came, come back, if he didn't come back to life, you know, nothing really else matters. Yeah. And, hey, oh, there <laughs> there goes that. Don't yeah. question, you know, training again. And I didn't question that for very long. But there have been other people that were declared dead, and they came back to life just like Jesus did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our God died at McDonald's, or died on the cross, not at McDonald's. That was a, <laughs> uh, what? What? That was a audio adrenaline. You guys ever hear of audio adrenaline? It was kind of a, huh. it was a rock, kind of a rock Christian band, and that was oh, one of geez. their songs. <laughs> Our God, God died on the cross, not at McDonald's. What was the? What the whole, hell does that mean? Yeah. What, <laughs> oh, I guess I know Buddhist Hindu. I you know the. Holy cow thing. Comparing it, I I assume I don't know. Oh. They didn't really explain it. Like, yeah, because they. <laughs> but that's like that's like a point for they like yeah hey, look we got that right. That's not even an argument. It's just stupid lyrics and died song. on the cross and not at McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. Cow bu- didn't die at McDonald's. He died at the slaughterhouse. Man, I want that on a no. bumper sticker though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that your Lord and Savior died on the, the cross, cross not at McDonald's. McDonald's. Just to fuck with people. I've never heard that. I I don't. I wonder why that's a thing. I'm trying to put it together in my mind. Like, yeah. And and why? Wait, would they... you're trying to make sense of the nonsensical. <laughs> that's the whole. I thought that's a whole like mental gymnastics of religion. But even according, like, even even if you step inside the theology, like, what's the point they're trying to make? You know what I mean? Yeah. And why would they just pick on the Hindus? Like, is yeah. there is that a big feud going on? Baptists no. and Hindus. <laughs> just we're we're right, and here's another. Reason, Reason why. why. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So who are who are the Baptist number one enemy? Is that the Catholics? Yeah, I think that's probably on the top right there. I remember yeah, you don't no Catholics. Yeah, Catholics are bad. Huh. Huh. They don't believe in Jesus the right way. Yeah, that's the funny thing, is they both both groups basically have the same idea about it, just not quite the same practices yeah. and rituals. They baptize their babies. That's not <laughs> all that's not all right. So what is what are the major differences between Baptists and Catholics? 
that's the, you know, yeah, you can't, you got to baptize, you got to be baptized after you accept Jesus Christ and you have to go up in front of the church. I don't, LDS is so quite what, a bit like, is there an age limit or a restriction? No, I was or? 13. They, they want you to do it fairly young. I was 13 when I finally got. So it's when you decide convicted. personally. Yeah. Yeah. Or just, I felt guilty enough. It was brought up. They, yeah, you really should get baptized. You know, you, you're saved and all, but you really should get baptized. And okay, I finally, you know, kowtowed and all right, I'll go do it. And I didn't, I hated it. Stand up in front of the church and get dunked. Yeah. It's so much fun. <laughs> so it's immersion, <laughs> not, not sprinkle. No, it's, it's hold your nose and go under. Yeah. And you got to stand in front of the church and, and answer the questions. And I can't remember, you know, do you, do you agree to you know, the, the, Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Do you accept him? Yes, I do. And would you live your life this way? Yeah. Yeah. In the name of the, you know, Jesus Christ, you know, that whole thing, I baptize you in the name, blah, 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 blah. And then, huh. then so, yeah, magically you're, now I've, I've confessed my belief to everyone in the church and now I'm good. And was your, was your brand of baptism, not the baptism itself, but the religion, uh, the kind that talks about bathing in the blood of Jesus? Oh, yeah. And all of oh, that. yeah. Yeah. Cleansed, cleansed by yeah. his blood. Yeah. You were, yeah, washed white as snow. That's a, that we got that one a lot. Washed white as snow. Your heart was black, and then when you accepted Jesus, your your heart became white as snow. I don't know. Blood yeah. seems to make everything like sticky and red. Yeah, a biohazard, <laughs> at least. <laughs> so, yeah. do you guys? I mean, I don't know if Baptists do it a lot. If you guys are, uh, there's just crazy ones, but like the uh, the tent revivals and that kind of thing. No, that tent revivals that kind of went away in the mid. Uh, uh, about 1950s, 1960s, I think that really started dying away once uh, TV became a big thing. The yeah. televangelists could get on TV and start doing their thing. Well, that, I know there's the still a, like a very few people out there that still do tent revivals. Yeah. I don't know if it's just mainly down south. Or... It might be. Yeah, we didn't experience that. But okay. though we would do a lot of the same kind of things, we would have our own kind of internal revivals. You know, okay. Praise, praise song nights and big guilt. Sessions was speaking in tongues at all. Uh, my church, no, that was more of the Pentecostals okay. and the Charismatics. I did attend in high school some Bible studies where people were doing the shaking on the floor, the, speaking uh, in tongues, <laughs> doing that. I was like, this is some crazy shit. I, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, it was weird. Satan's in the room. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they were. Oh man, just yeah, flopping around like fish on the ground. It was great. It's just looking back, it was like this is so stupid. I know it's weird too because like <laughs> the way they behave when they're doing that is exactly the way people behave when they think they need exorcism. It's like yeah. that's the way yeah. they'll exercise somebody for acting like that. But it's also the way you get the spirit. Like <laughs> yeah, it's super weird. How do you tell which is which? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's uh, the color of the vomit. Bright green vomit is Satan. Oh yeah, right, right. Normal oh. colored vomit is God. I don't think I've heard <laughs> that one. Is that, is that, uh. I'm just going off the exorcism. Right. That's what that. I was going to ask. I was like, it's been yeah. a while since I've seen that movie. <laughs> that bright green, the bright green pea soup or whatever they Jeez. used in it. Bile. <laughs> mm, that's that slimer. Well, earlier you mentioned, uh, there are certain hot button religious issues, things that, the things that'll make you angry. What makes you most angry about religion? Kids stuff, man. Them teaching oh. kids mm-hmm. that they're broken, that, Hey, welcome to this world. You've got this thing called sin and you'd better believe what we tell you and act like we, we want you to act or you're going to burn. We're going to, yeah. you know, threaten you with this hell, but we're not really threatening you. This is a, you know, we're, we love you so much. We're going to tell you this thing that will save you. And so that's our justification for making you worried about all the people who die in your life and what ha- is going to happen to you if you don't believe and act, you know, 
the way we tell you to. Yeah, the abusive boyfriend. Yeah. Right, kind exactly. Of attitude. exactly. Yeah. I've often wondered, too, if you can have a correlation between how religious someone is and how the more... Stupid uh, they are? No, no. <laughs> uh, suicide among the youth, if it comes mainly from a religious side or a non-religious side, and if it's because they think that they are damaged and broken and can't achieve this higher goal that's been well, it doesn't, put out It for doesn't them. help. Yeah, it certainly doesn't help. It'd be real hard to set up that test, but... <laughs> I would, I would yeah. bet money on that. Well, I'm just, well, be, if, I don't know how they report those suicides because usually, you know, if it's a, yeah. a youth, the name doesn't get put out and all that kind of stuff. You don't get a lot of information out Also, of it, they probably don't ask about that. They're probably not like, hey, did religion fuck this kid up? They don't, no, but they don't even some, think like that. For some reason, if you, they get killed by someone else, you go, what religion were they? Was it a hate crime? Was he, was uh, he, was well, he, was he Muslim? They ask that if they're not white. Pretty much. But, but no, I honestly do wonder that there's a correlation between, how religious someone is and the likelihood of suicide when they're in those teen years because they can't achieve the numbers that are goal. Higher. Yeah. Well, we know they're higher here in Utah. For yes. sure here. Yeah. yeah. You know, especially among uh, gay teens, mm -hmm. gay or lesbian, transsexual, bisexual, queer teens here in Utah that they're, they're taught through their church and all of their family, all of their associations, their yeah. friends, relatives, that they're, they're, they're bad, bad and broken and mm -hmm. will never – will never be able to experience the the kind of love that they need or deserve because it's a sin. Yeah. Well, yeah, not only that, but it's something that they can't stop. It's it's their biology and they're they're never going to get away from being having you know, feeling like they're they want to act on those things and that's always going to be what sends them to hell, so there's no way out of it. You mean it's not a choice? Come on. I mean, well, yeah. Well, of course it is, but <laughs> that's what I was. Well, no, that's that's well, our I point mean, of view. The, yeah. the LDS Church has shifted its teaching on that to say that it's no longer a choice to be gay, right? That God makes you gay, but it, you, it's a choice whether you're going to act on. Mm -hmm. on really? That. Yeah. Which and is so. So I mean, that really just sets God up to being even more cruel. Yep. Fucking bastard! Exactly, right? yeah. and he capricious. Would, yeah. That he would make somebody broken and then blame them for being that way, so and they, condemn them to a life of solitude. Are you saying you can understand God, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that the God they're talking about is yeah. a fucking dickhead. You don't know what his reasons are. Yeah, his, his ways are higher than our ways. <laughs> mm -hmm. That they, you know, religious people say all the all the fucking time that they know what God says. Uh -huh. yeah. But then, as soon as you question anything, it's well, we don't know all of His right. ways. Yeah. He's mysterious. Yeah. It's the the yeah. uh, God detectors, Good. like Matt Delahunty. What I mean is, I'm a little yeah, a little God detectors yeah. everywhere. I see him acting this way, and this uh -huh. he did this for me, did this for me, and this for my friend. And sorry, you're fucked because I just don't know, you know, what yeah. he's doing in your life. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and and the interesting thing about that too is, I mean. We are capable of understanding things, yeah. right? Some things we can get. Why does he not communicate in ways we can understand all the time? I'll, I'm even willing to grant that he could possibly give us instructions or information or, so, or, or something that we don't get because he's so much greater. But why would he ever do it that way? That makes him an asshole. Right. If you're <laughs> exactly admitting like that. that, I mean, it's like... How do you talk to your kids? You know, you understand the age level they're at. You've interacted with them. You know what they're capable of understanding mm -hmm. and you meet them on that level. Well, you that's don't why talk the Bible doesn't or... have any science in it, Matt, is because back when it was written, we didn't know all of these things that we know <laughs> now. And, and God is just, you know, slowly still divining his word to us and, and giving us the gospel in bits and pieces through these elect leaders who will tell us what we need to know from the pulpit. We don't need to know. The Bible doesn't have to have all of the science in it because that's all that we needed at the time. 
And now we just need to follow those religious leaders and, and pick up on the messages that they're giving us today. Makes perfect sense. Okay. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying the gay thing is like, it's like giving your kid uh, an internal combustion engine diagram and then sending them to hell if they don't put it together. You know what I mean? Well, it runs, it's but like, it's not running the right way. So you, now you're just into like the wrong religion kind of crap. Well, okay. But I'm just saying like even even like trying to even, – even expecting that they could understand that a little bit is absurd. And then for other people to be saying, well, we just can't understand. Okay. Yeah, maybe we don't – we're all three-year-olds who can't understand the internal combustion engine. But he shouldn't expect us to. Yeah. If he does and there's consequences for it, then he's an asshole. And yeah. shouldn't condemn us to hell that we if right. we don't understand it. Yeah. Then he's I a mean, fucking cunt. Yeah. Instead of having large masses of puffy clouds where you might be able to see God's face in it, <laughs> you should be able to see it pretty fucking clearly if it's real. Like it and would look we, like a Mona Lisa on the fucking if sky. We, yeah, and oh, then yeah. if we ask for help or clarification or proof that this actually came from God as the instruction manual on how to do this because it's so fucked up that he won't give it to us and and somehow then we're even worse because we dare question that yeah. this would oh, ever yeah. come from That's him. Bullshit. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. And I, Who the hell are you? I think about that all the time is, is if I was going to write a letter to my kid, hey, here's how to, here's how to live your life. I'm going to take off, by the way. Yeah. And here's how to live your life. I'm going to spell it out pretty clearly. Like, do this, yeah. don't do this. Don't be a dick. You know, and do this, don't do that. And it's not going to be all cryptic and, oh, yeah. And full of Jew sad songs. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah ripe for interpretation, you know, just misinterpretation apparently through, you yeah. know, by every, you know, division of, of religion. Right. That's why I've always said God's that dad that left when you were four years old to get that pack of milk, pack of cigarettes, pack and of milk. milk, pack of milk, <laughs> pack of milk, <laughs> and carton of cigarettes. Well, that makes sense. Or yeah. whatever. Jug and, uh, of cigarettes. He just hasn't come back home yet. We're still waiting for him to show up. Yep. Two thousand years later. Yeah. He's, yeah. It's a he's long come, way to that going, gas station. That corner back. store moved. Here follows a public service announcement for the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast. <laughs> Greetings, Americans. Over here in London, we are well aware that not all of you are loud, xenophobic, racist, sexist, religious nuts. But many of your politicians who display these frightful traits seem to be quite popular. Particularly a certain wall-obsessed, small-handed, best word-using, daughter-perving, war-inciting, candy-floss-headed clown. To those of you who choose to follow such balderdash, we strongly recommend not to listen to the two sceptical chaps. It probably won't be your cup of tea. Otherwise, give us a listen. Each episode, we cover any news or current affairs from across the globe. Things that annoy or delight us. That's two, as in the number two. And sceptical with a K. The wrong way to spell it. Cheerio! So you're in the military. What do you do in the military? I am ammo. Ammo! Munitions, yeah. You are ammo? I am ammo. They just, I am the ammo. They just ammo. pack you into a howitzer and boom. <laughs> that would be kind of fun, actually. Yeah. That's how I want to go out. Put that yeah. in my will. Do you, do you have an IIS tattoo? Oh, God, no. Do you have a piss pot? I hate that. No, I don't. <laughs> I, yeah, I am not one of those gung-ho, yeah, I'm going to tell everyone I'm in the military and just- Do you just hate loaders? Plastered. <laughs> Fuck loaders. No, I'm just kidding. I actually have a- I've got a loader that works for me. He cross-trained and- I'm in the middle of retraining him into ammo. So, ah, yeah. I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. The guy that loads the missiles and the bombs and, and the bullets actually on the plane is a loader. Is a loader. Load toad. Okay. Yeah. They drive those little cool, like, goat things around with jammer. bombs on them. Yeah, yeah jammer. I never knew the name of them. They just look cool. I always wanted to go steal oh, they one. they suck to drive, though. They really suck. 
Yeah, they are don't, they, are they don't they... make the bombs, but they get all the glory yeah. because they are the ones who strap it to the planes. Yeah. Who does it? The loaders. loaders. The loaders do yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. We just supply it all, take care of it all, count it over and over and over again. <laughs> that is a big part of my job is counting. That's a big joke at work. What do you guys do today? Count. Oh, okay. So I just got I just got one complaint about you guys when I used to work at Hill Air Force Base. Uh, Why the fuck would you leave flares outside in the rain? That was that was the loaders. It happened so many. <laughs> every time we went to the munition area, it's like there's a pallet that's smoking. Like yeah. Dumbasses, it's fucking raining yeah, out. Yeah. And those flares react to water, and you didn't think to move it inside? I'm glad to say I had never worked conventional. That would be the conventional guys at Hill. I never worked uh, in that shop up there. Those yeah, dumbasses I, were always doing that. I joined the military to not work in an office, and the very first place they put me was in an <laughs> office. I was like, fuck you guys. Counting. I no hate less. you. Yes, exactly. Doing paperwork, I, just I, I was not happy for the first couple of years. I so how did, how did you end up joining the military? Yeah, kind of a family thing. My oldest sister was in, her now husband is, I got a couple of cousins that were in the Air Force, Navy, Marines, and so it was just... I wasn't doing anything for the next six years. That was my big, <laughs> man, I'm not doing anything. So, hey, sure, I'll sign up for six years and 16, 16 years later. Fuck. Had you thought about going to college or anything? Or I, just- I got out of active duty after just under six years and went into the guard part-time and went back to college. Didn't. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I like pre, oh, pre-military. Pre-military, like, I did about a year and a half. I didn't know what I wanted to, to oh, do. Okay. My dad was a nurse, so I was like, eh, I guess I'll be a nurse. And so I just basically spent a year doing prereqs and whatnot and got really bored and had horrible grades. And I was like, that's it. I'm out. Wanted to be a firefighter. <laughs> that that lasted for about two months. And then I was just going broke and I'm not doing anything, so I'll, I'll enlist. Hmm. Well, the military firefighter is a pretty good gig. Yeah, that would it would have been good. I should have gone that direction. But. Excepting for I joined the military because I'm like, fuck college. I don't want to go do any more school. It's like, fuck, all I'm doing is school now that I'm in the military. Yeah, <laughs> I would. Yeah, I wanted to work more than I wanted to go to school. So, so what made you decide Air Force? Just because it was mostly at my oldest sister and my cousin's prodding. Kind of just they had done it. They had good experiences. So they were they were like, don't go to the army. Don't go to the Marines. They're like, maybe, maybe, but definitely like go to the Air Force. My sister really wanted me to go into the reserves, not active duty. And I was like, fuck that. I'm just going to go to active duty. I just wanted to, you know, balls out and just go. So, <laughs> yeah. It's been, a, it's been an interesting trip. You know, I, I've, I've, I did active duty for five years. Uh, I went into construction for a couple of years after that. Did some more college. And now I've been full time here in Utah since 2008 been full-time in my shop and now i am the shop boss which is the scariest fucking thing because i don't feel like i'm old enough to be the boss you know i just i'm not uh, it's just i still feel like a kid half the time so what am i doing you're telling other people what to do isn't that weird as an adult like there's so many times where i feel like i'm not an adult no like i i don't i don't imagine myself to be the picture of adulthood that i that i foisted on my parents when i was a kid right that at no time during my childhood did I ever look at either one of my parents and think, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's weird. I, yeah. I try to like, look at it from the young guy's position. You know, the guys that are just coming in, they've only got a couple of stripes on. And it's like, oh, I got to remember what they you know, they look up to the guys that have been in for a while. Hell, when you're brand new, you look at, you've been in for like six months more than I do. You must know everything. <laughs> you know, so it's it's very weird to be in that position now. But I got another eight years. 
and I can't wait to punch. Get out. <laughs> I think that's a good attitude to have as a leader, though. I've 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 had too many bosses that just expect to be in charge of other people, and it's like right. They're oh, terrible. Natural born leaders. No, naturally guys. born oh, yeah. arrogant. Oh god. They just in positions of authority in excess of their intelligence. Yeah, exactly. And who expect that you know respect will just be handed over to yeah. them. Right. They they don't right. have to do anything to earn it or right. yeah. or act like a decent fucking human being to their yeah. subordinates. Just it's, demand yeah. obedience. Yeah. 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 Not so much. I don't do that. It, the nice thing about the guard is, you know, first name basis a lot more than the active duty. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's not a bad A little job. more laid back. Like, yeah. It's kind of nice. I mean, the commander comes down and just first name kind of thing. So it's, it's interesting. Hey, Bob. Bob. <laughs> I don't get to call him by his first name. <laughs> no, he calls you that. Yeah. What's <laughs> up, Jesse? Sir. <laughs> Uh, yeah, even my chief forgot my name when, or didn't know my first name when I was in the uh, Air Force. Nice. That's so. what my chief is right now. But the guy that works for me, he he doesn't every time. Hey, is Jason there? His name's Josh, sir. Oh, uh, <laughs> is Jason there? No, no. he's not here. <laughs> he he's quit. never been he quit. here. He quit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what he should do, sir. He was never here. He's a figment <laughs> of your imagination. <laughs> yeah, he died in Nam. <laughs> it's back in back in Nam. So stretching back a little bit to what we talked about earlier, uh, when you, when you talked about coming out to your, to your family and that caused a lot of problems, uh, one of the things that, that struck me or that I've questioned is how much, how much does, does it have to challenge their worldview and all of their beliefs to know that somebody can just reject them? You know, and, and how much of their anger and fear and frustration comes from having to, examine their own beliefs that they that they actually have to stop and take even if only a momentary critical look at what they believe to understand why somebody could possibly stop believing it and i think a lot of the anger comes from that what do you guys think i'm trying to is there a question in there yeah i was gonna ask the same thing no i mean oh, do, it's just what, a what do you think about that yeah. do you do i mean do you think that's part of it do you think that's part of why they get so angry and they get so frustrated and they're so quick to dissociate well, themselves from from their own family members, people who they have known their entire life. Well, I've, I've and, never had a deal and with say it. that they love that they would abandon these people I think, in favor of a religion. I think obviously because we're dealing with humans, it's vastly complex, you know. But I think I think certainly some number of reasons must be part of the threatening nature that atheists posed to Christians just by being. I mean, this this the fact that we make them face their own mortality, which is the big thing about religion, is we get to pretend we don't die. And and people love that shit. They love that. Like we we're we're like the only ant like so if you you know like if you run over a raccoon or something, it it might have like 30 seconds to 30 minutes of like this agony and angst and all these weird feelings about what's going on and and this pain and all this stuff and then it dies. We're the only animals that live with that emotion our entire lives or uh, the better part of our lives, maybe not the first 10 years or so, but we're aware of our death the entire time we're alive. We, we angst over it. We, you know, all that, all that we're the only ones that do that. And so having a way out of that and just being able to say, let that go and be done with it is what we've always looked for. And so I think the fact that we make them face that again or for the first time or whatever it is to come to that reality is too much for them. They, they don't, they don't want to deal with that. They, that's what the religion's for. I think that's part of it. And then also the feeble, the feeble kind of nature that their religion is built upon in the first place is also threatening. 
um, that when when they're faced with somebody that doesn't agree with them, they don't really know they're on they're on like a, a two legged stool, you know, and and the rest of their community is holding them there as long as as long as nobody's trying to rock it. You know what I mean? So I think those two things are definitely components. The biggest coping mechanism ever. invented. Yeah. yeah. But it becomes so much a part of their identity as a person. They can't separate. Yeah. You know, it's not just I'm a human and over here I'm a Christian. It is all, at least, at least how I grew up, it is so much about who they are. And so when you go, I don't, I don't believe in this part of your theology or, or this part, or I, you know, disavow it altogether. They can't, they take it very personally because it's, they feel like you're going after them. Even if you're just talking about the ideas, it's, it's who they are. Those ideas are them. They've, their personality, and their their per, their personhood has been supplanted by this religion, and so they just it's yeah it's at their core yeah yeah unlike anything else yeah more than anything else yeah right? yeah they just can't separate themselves from Jesus yep and it's strange to me too you you talked about the raccoon being hit by a car and mm-hmm. dying and it has this these fleeting moments of of fear and Panic, pain and yeah. whatever but it's never there's I can't imagine that there would be a thought in the raccoon's mind of, oh, I get to go see my dead relatives now. No, of course or, not. No, of course yeah. there's not that. Or, no. wor- or having an, having angst about being punished and, and sent to hell for the rest of eternity because no. it didn't gather enough trash for its family or it, <laughs> because it went and had a sexual dalliance with some other fucking raccoon one night, you know? Fucking it, slutty coons. Yeah, but, uh, but, in the same way it, 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 that humans are animals like raccoons, we have the instincts to survive, to, to stay alive, to not die, you mm-hmm. know. And those those last few panicky moments for the raccoon, it realizes it's coming to something big. You know, it's never been in that position before. And it obviously has the instincts to get away from whatever it is. Uh, uh, in that well, moment, it's, it can't. It's, prob- it's probably never contemplated. Its no, own it's not death. contemplating. It has, but- it, has, it has instincts trying to keep it away from being killed and from pain and stuff like that. But it's never it's never sat back and thought about what happens when I die. Sure. And none and- of its family is going to worry about its its after mortal no. existence. I, I don't know no. about raccoons, but I, I would say a lot of animals do know the concept of death. Well, they're sad. I wouldn't say a lot of them do. Well, there's, I mean, there's, like, you've, like you've seen dogs will mourn. Some of them seem to be aware that there's, like, something's changed. Yeah, but, I mean, even over another dead dead dog or even uh, yeah. uh, elephants are great because they'll actually yeah. visit the spots where other elephants had died right. in previous treks, you know, when they make their journeys back and forth. So it's like they, there's, I'm like, there's something going on in there where they understand some kind of death. Maybe, I don't know if they understand it's going to happen to them or... It's coming from them someday, but they understand. Well, that individual they knew isn't around anymore. Yeah, and they know yeah. that, and but they, they, can, re- they remember it. They can they can grieve and mourn the loss of that mm-hmm. right. that individual, right? But, but if, they but, don't live in fear of that individual no. spending yeah. eternity in for, hell. For, for good no. and bad, we've developed our own way out with yeah. the with the the myths and the the religions. Yeah, yeah. And, I'm just saying we're the only ones that are aware of that eventuality well, for the better part of our entire lives we worry about that and early on before we knew anything about anything we were trying to think of ways to avoid doing yeah. that to avoid that thing and, and i would almost argue that people who are very religious spend their whole life preparing for death 
I mean, they're spending their whole life preparing so they can get into oh, yeah. a, a kingdom and oh, be yeah. with I, God. Yeah, so they're I doing agree. everything they can to that when they die to inherit their the gold right, mansion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I almost say that what they're doing is like you're doing this whole ritual your whole life to prepare yourself for death every day. Oh right? yeah, Ab- it, above what they do for life. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, a, they're spending yeah. time preparing for death instead of actually living. Mm-hmm. It is a death cult, and I never thought about it that way. Clearly, when I was still religious, and when it, the first time I heard that phrase, I was like, I almost kind of blanched from it. Well, Christi- but I thought about it. I was like, yeah. Oh no, it very much is a. You're thinking about death all the time. Christianity is very much an apocalypse cult. Oh, it's yeah. all about Jesus coming back yeah. and wiping the earth clean yeah. and taking all the good people up to mm-hmm. heaven. And, and we can't wait. We can't wait for the it. Can the earth. Yeah, we're so excited. Can't for wait for it. things yeah. to get way worse. I well, mean, it's, <laughs> it's not only centered around the individuals. Um, death and preparing for that but it's centered around the death of jesus as well right yeah and his quote sacrifice <laughs> which isn't really a sacrifice no. not not even not by no. any definition nope i will never accept that that's a that's a sacrifice no it's <laughs> it's quite literally the very least he could have done and you would think that for all of their all of their purported belief in in heaven and how wonderful it's going to be that they wouldn't mourn so much when a loved one dies right, right? they would celebrate yeah. their passing yeah, I can't wait. My my loved yeah. one is is dead now and sitting at the right hand of Jesus in their yep. gold mansion in the sky, spending time with our other relatives that have passed. You know, congratulations, good for them. I'm so happy for them. I want to go and meet them sometime soon as well, and I'm just going to continue doing my thing. But yep. you know, I'll I'll miss them being around, but I know that I'll see them again one day, and so I'm not sad at all. I can rejoice in their yeah. in their glory that they're living with the Lord now, and which is why I've always said they're in peace and will yeah. know no more pain or sorrow or sadness. I, I want my funeral to be a party. I want you to mourn my passing i want you to celebrate my life we'll we'll, we'll deliver your uh, casket in the van oh no <laughs> you haven't heard of how i want to go out ryan doesn't get a casket we're just gonna set him on fire exactly nice. oh <laughs> i have heard this yeah. wait wait can i can i tie a rope to your wrist or ankle and then fill your butt with helium first and just float what? your corpse around oh, the room. Wow. You can awesome. try. I mean, I'd be dead. It would, it's just a fucking rotting piece of meat at that point. Do what you want. Would, I don't think the helium would lift him up. No. no I'm sure a, it wouldn't. Then you just have a bloated Ryan. Yeah. And then that gas, <laughs> that the helium gas right. mixing with the other gases might create some toxic gas and kill everyone else there. If you, you give him the float, though, you definitely have to get him on the parade for <laughs> yeah. the 24th. That would be definitely. amazing. Uh, or you could turn me into a drone. Have you seen that guy? What? There's a guy that makes drones out of like turns dead people into drones. Animals. What? He made a dead cat into a drone. He made like a What? A, How do you a, make a dead cat into a drone? Taxidermied right he over. He taxidermied it, but, yeah. it and put his legs out. <laughs> the, and then put rotors on it. put them. rotors on it, and it's a Jesus. flying taxidermied cat. <laughs> oh, wow. He had, like, a raccoon go-kart and, like... That's not morbid making... at all. No, but it's funny <laughs> as fuck. He's, gonna... a, he's Russian, too, so in, in Russia, that's that's he, an average Sunday. He's going to end up creating the first animal religions. <laughs> <laughs> like, he died, so and the then ro- I swear yeah. I saw him flying around. The robots are going to take over, and they're going to have animal skins on them. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, wacky. I've I had not heard anybody making drones out of dead. Animals. Oh, I'll to, I'll bring up the video of it when we're done and show it to you. It's wow. fucking funny. It's it's funny. Come on, it's a flying cat. <laughs> it's a flying cat. Huh. Uh, you should make a pig into a plane so that way when pigs fly, that'd work. Why not just make the pig into a drone? I don't know if you could spread his legs out far enough. You just gotta cut him in the middle. <laughs> Make him like, like, yeah, spread him way out. Dan's yeah. thought about this. I've seen him on a spit <laughs> in a grill. True, know. true. Yeah. You guys have any more questions for Jesse? 
What are you going to do to help improve or make Atheists of Utah better? I'm going to count things. <laughs> Since yeah. I am the treasurer, that is oh perfect. I got to do it part time for free too. So you so, to count things. Yeah, <laughs> just complained about counting things in the military. Yeah, was, <laughs> now he's volunteering to count things. Yeah, I'm not sure that was really very smart. But, oh well, too late. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in for the three year too. So that's right. You took the three yeah. year. Term. They were like, "Hey, we think that should be the three year." Okay. Me and Kevin are only on the hook for another two, and you're in for three. Yeah. I already signed my life away to the military, so hey, what's another three years? How does Mary feel about that? She was cool. She was pretty supportive of it, yeah. yeah. She, I kept asking her, hey, do you think I should run? And she's like, yeah, go for it. Go ahead and do it. Awesome. Get a life. Do something else outside the house. <laughs> yeah. How did You said that your daughter moving from from uh, the private school into public school, She's she, she made that transition pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Because we're here in Utah, I know when I grow up, uh, not going to church – after the age of eight really was a big problem for a lot of people in the neighborhood and other kids at school. Has she faced any kind of issues with Only that? Only a all? little bit so far. Her, her two best friends are both Mormon uh-huh. to different, you know, to, to varying degrees. You know, one kid can't sleep over ever and the other kid can. So, hmm. and she's asking questions. Well, why can't they do this? And why can't you know, this one, this friend can do this and this friend can't why and so we just try to explain it well it's up to their parents you know what kind of rules they want to put out there and that generally comes from the religion just try to explain it to her and she's like oh okay i get it yeah they're assholes yeah the kids aren't fortunately no no i mean parents yeah for parents for doing that yeah yeah, oh you're not allowed to hang out with and they don't they don't know we're atheists uh, they just know you don't attend they know their you church. Right. Yeah, you're, yeah, we haven't seen you in the ward. So, so we don't want your kid influencing our yeah. kid. I'm not sure if it would be beneficial if I were still going to another church or not. Or I don't think so. I know. mean, I've had friends that around here that are Catholic and trying to get their kids into the Boy Scouts, and they never involve them in anything. Like, oh, we put it up at the ward house. You should have seen we it. We let everybody know at church. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much what he got. Like, oh, gee, thanks. Well, if you want to find out what's going on, just come uh, come to church here uh, with us on Sundays. Huh. We talk about it every week. Like, well, I'm not part of your church, so how about an email or a phone call? Like, well, we do it at church. Just kind of how we do it. Ugh. That's how it gets done here at yes. the uh, 12th Ward Boy Scouts League. <laughs> it's not a league, it's a troop. <laughs> yeah. League. I don't know. Boy it's Scouts. a league Warrior, of our warriors. Own. They're warriors. Yeah, they're a bunch of warriors. <laughs> the Boy Scout Pokemon Warrior Van. There we go. <laughs> Not allowing any Boy Scouts in my van. Eagle Scouts, because they're older. <laughs> well, wow, this guy. That didn't help know. it. That didn't make it better. That was, I'm trying to make it worse. That was worse. one of the creepiest <laughs> things you've said. <laughs> I was waiting for him to throw some knot tying in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's what it'll be. It'll be the Pokemon Go Warrior Knot Tying Trainer Class van room hole <laughs> of glory. Who's the den mother? You? Sounds amazing. Yes, Are and father. Oh, wow. I got wigs. Just got to wait till they're eagle skits so they're a little bit older. <laughs> <laughs> so there's... Uh. No, it was even worse than that. Jesus <laughs> I'm not letting Boy Scouts you, in except Eagle Scouts. Like, I almost tried to out-creepy you, and I was like, no, fuck <laughs> no, it. Don't I'm do not going to even say it. Like, I'm not going to go there. I'm not, I'm not embarrassed to go there. <laughs> Come on, one-up him, one-up him. No, uh. no, I, no. <laughs> no, you, now you're making me think these really fucking horrible things, too, man. That's terrible. <laughs> if you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, 
or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the Twatter at TGI Podcast. Thanks, bitches. Well, should we talk a little politics since we want to, don't want to talk about horrible things? Yes. No. Well, you're wearing your <laughs> I, I am your uh, Cheeto faced ferret wearing a shit gibbon shirt. Yes. A uh, picture of Mr. Donald McTrumpenstein making like a weird like <laughs> face. <laughs> that was not meant to be anything slight on people who make that noise. Well, and this comes <laughs> from so the the Cheeto faced ferret wearing shit gibbon quote comes from a tweet that somebody had sent out when yes. when Donald Trump had gone to Scotland to talk about his golf course mm-hmm. there. And, and, and was, the Brexit vote. And was talking about Brexit and then just in passing mentioned how great it was that Scotland decided to leave. And they're Which like, they didn't? Yeah. And a bunch of, a bunch of Scottish people and people just all over the world were like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> and, and one person in particular, and I, I apologize. I can't remember the guy's name. Um, but one of his Metal tweets. Metal Ollie? It, I think it is Ollie Me- something. I yeah. think it's Metal, uh, Metal Ollie Metal or. Ollie? Yeah. Metal Ali? Yeah. I think something like that. But our friends at the Two now Skeptical we'll never Chaps. Know. Yeah, our friends at the Two Skeptical <laughs> Chaps podcast had him on uh there. their most recent episode. Yes. And yeah. Got to interview this guy who made this tweet about Donald Trump <laughs> and it ended with, you know, that's not what happened. the 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 tweet was something like Scotland didn't leave you Cheeto faced ferret wearing <laughs> shit shit <laughs> given. Just he made he made a series of very funny tweets that uh, when Dan was on our show, he he read a couple of them to us. That yeah, were very funny. But then they had the opportunity to have that guy come on their show, and it was a very funny episode. Yeah, you guys should go and check it out. And and now they're selling T-shirts with it on it, and I like it. I think it's a pretty neat shirt. Yeah. And plus, it also the guy who made it's the neat. tweet. Pretty <laughs> pretty neato. It's a neat shirt. Pretty neato, Daddyo. <laughs> <laughs> but the guy who made it, he's uh, the money they're making it from it. He's contributing fifty percent of it to uh, the the victims of the New Orleans Pulse shooting, like clip shooting. Wait, so, that was in Orlando, right? Yeah. Oh, it's in New Orleans, Orlando. Yes, they're both in the same southern hemisphere. <laughs> well, they're <laughs> no, they're not. The southern hemisphere, right? <laughs> if I'm gonna fuck up once, I'm gonna keep fucking up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so geography, not a class you took in. Oh, well, there's northern Wisconsin, <laughs> southern Wisconsin. <laughs> Canada. Uh, there's, there's hunting areas, there's swimming areas, there's cheese areas. Cheese areas. Oh, yeah. There's lakes and coldness. Yeah. There's one really cold lake and one not as cold lake. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. You don't want to sli- swim in Lake Superior. No. Lake Michigan, you can, but you turn purple. Okay, but yeah, so I ordered the shirt because it's that because it's that cold, or oh, it's full of yeah. purple dye. No, because it's that cold. Like, Makes you turn purple. Like like you like your lips will turn purple and blue because you're fucking like hypothermic when it's a hundred degrees outside in that water. Purple hmm. and blue, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. You want? No, you want. You want. <laughs> <laughs> you want. Well, you want. <laughs> what letter does that end with? Uh, in, in, the the int. <laughs> it's kind of like let in. Yeah, it's, the, it's the. Yeah, what? I live in Layton. Layton. <laughs> by the mountains. You to go something? Maybe I've been in Wisconsin or Utah too long. In Wisconsin. Uh, this weekend, Atheist of Utah is doing their camping trip. I'm very much looking forward to that. Ooh. Jesse is Jesse is providing some liquid refreshments for us. 
Yeah, kegs. <laughs> Yay! Of, of goodness. I'm very excited. Mm. We got mugs for the trip this year. Great Atheist camp out with the Atheist of Utah logo on them. You can buy them for $20 and then drink beer while you're up there. I'm so excited. <laughs> and it's going to be nice and cool. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to be 100 degrees. It's nice. No, triple digit degree weather here in the valley. It sucks. Up there, it's going to be high in the mid to upper 80s, but lows down into the low 50s. Overnight, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be able to sleep. I'll be able to sleep again at night. It's going to be glorious. I will love every minute of it. I'll have to bring, like, clothing for cool temperatures and, and then for hot temperatures. It's going to be weird. You'll need a whoopee. A, a whoopee? Yeah. A blankie? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, Was it? Yeah, I hope you just figured that out through context. <laughs> I guess I got guys. I, I've seen the van. I had old. <laughs> there's some guys I work with. They okay. used to always be like, "If it was cold in the station, we're trying to watch a movie. Like, I gotta get my whoopee. Yeah, these my are whoopee. these are old, you know, burly firefighting men. Like, I gotta get my whoopee. It's cold in here. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> it looks like you brought some things. I have things, but Mister Matthew. Yeah, two of them are not really that good. Then well, why, why'd you bring them then? <laughs> because I was fucking busy all week, and usually I get so many that. I don't have to go to my shit articles, uh, but I just have this one piece on Mike Pence, but I don't know how much you guys covered of him last week. Nothing at all. Should we, should we do that then? Sure. It's a, kind of a longer one, though. Okay. Does everybody know about that? About Mike Pence? <laughs> did we talk? Did you guys talk about that last week? Nope. The TP? Nope. Not at all? Nope. Oh. Oh. Nope. Speaking of Mike Pence and the TP logo, I saw someone changed it to Trump Putin. <laughs> oh, nice. I'll try to fly through it then. But Jesse said he was really tired, so we're trying to- Oh, no, I'm good. No, no. <laughs> oh, we can just I go. Took t- I took tomorrow off. I'm oh, did you? on leave for the rest awesome. of the weekend. Awesome. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, four-day weekend, baby. Woohoo! Nice. After weeks of intrigue, or mor- morbid curiosity, Donald Trump's running mate is Indiana's very own queer-hating godfatherer, Governor Mike Pence, Republican. The governor is well-known and generally well-liked- uh, figure in Republican circles. He's been in public office since 2000, most of that time in Congress, and he's got plenty of discrimination cred that could shore up support for the ticket among an even an ever smaller group of evangelicals who are wary of Trump for not bigoting hard enough on the gays. <laughs> but for those liberals who haven't already noped the fuck out on this privileged and pious pick. <laughs> nope the nope fuck, fuck out. out. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, here are a few things you need to know about Governor Pence. Number one, yes, he is that guy from last year's religious, quote, freedom debate. Pence became a household name when he signed a poorly disguised fags are icky bill as a religious freedom (laughs) bill into law. Pence said it would extend legal protections to religious Indiana business owners who don't want to participate in same-sex weddings, but opponents correctly argued that he was sanctioning discrimination. The law got so much attention that at the 2015 White House Correspondents' Dinner, President Obama joked that he and Vice President Joe Biden were getting so close that, quote, in some places in Indiana, they won't serve us pizza anymore, (laughs) close quote. After a week of taking heat from Democrats, LGBT activists, corporate America, and the the NBA, uh, Pence signed a revised version saying it's not okay to use it to discriminate against gay people. But that didn't quell activists' criticism of the law, nor did it boost Pence tanking approval ratings with the Republicans who typically opt for the sledgehammer approach in situations needing a scalpel. 
Number two, he's a social conservative. Pence is a devoutly credulous douche or evangelical Christian who <laughs> regularly talks about his lack of justifiable reasons or faith. He's grown kind of kind of fond. He's grown fond of thinking himself clever by saying, I'm a Christian, a conservative and a Republican in that order. Further displaying his willingness to act on his religion over the Constitution. Pence signed one of the strictest abortion laws in the nation last spring. Indiana is now the second state in the nation to ban abortions because the fetus has a disability, a law likely to be challenged in court. This is a topic very personal to Pence because under the old law, he could have been aborted. <laughs> Wait, say that again. He passed a law that you can't abort a fetus because it has a disability? Right. What's its disability? They used to offer, or they still do a lot of states. It's offer, not self-ambulatory? No, like if it's a down, if you know the kid's going to be born with Down syndrome, yeah. they allow you to abort it. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you yeah. meant like all abortions. You can't have an abortion anywhere because the fetus is at a disadvantage. Oh, which right. Is, no. Which I find funny on that, that because if someone wants to have an abortion early on, like, nope, sorry, we're a religious place. We can't do that. But you go back to that same place like, hey, it's got Down syndrome. So you want to get rid of it? Like what? Oh yeah, let's let's yank that handicapped thing out of there. Yeah, <laughs> it's God doesn't like them. Huh. <laughs> Jeez. God got fucked up on this one. Sorry. Yeah, we'll so, get that right out of there. We'll give you a return. <laughs> but not all sledgehammer conservatives are thrilled with Pence right now. Some thought he backed off last year's re- religious privilege debate too easily under pressure from the let's not make second class citizens liberal groups. Um, number three, he's facing a competitive reelection race. At least he was Pence. Pence will have to drop out of the reelection bid. Um, well, this was a while ago, but he would have had to drop out, um, to become Trump's VP nominee, uh, which may be a good thing for him. Sensing an opportunity in the state that's been trending red lately, Democrats re-recruited businessman, John Gregg, who's described himself as a gun toting Bible quoting Southern Indiana Democrat. Hmm. Or in other words, he's a Republican. Uh, Pence and Greg have matched up against each other before. Greg lost to Pence in 2012 by 3.2 percent or percentage points in an election in which Pence face, uh, failed to even get 50 percent of the vote. Number four, Pence was an early advocate for the Tea Party movement. Pence is going hipster by saying that the Tea Party got that he was a Tea Party guy way before it was cool. Um, as one of Pence's former advisors told NBC that even before the 2010 summer of discontent between conservatives and the establishment, Pence was tuned into the populist strain of the party. I was just going to say, like, why would you brag about being a Tea Party person before it was cool unless you're just a giant fucking douchebag? Because they think that's the way to go. Yeah. I mean, look at all the candidates they put up this Gross. year. <laughs> uh, number five, he endorsed Ted Cruz for president. You guys remember that? I do mm. remember that. I I forgot that. The political world's <laughs> eyes were again on Pence uh, in the spring when his shithole state somehow had the potential to determine <laughs> the winner of the Republican presidential primary. Pence came under scrutiny for being unusually quiet about who he'd support, a reflection of how the primary divided the populist strain of the Republican Party and its leaders. Four days before the primary, he finally, somewhat half-heartedly, said he'd be voting for the rejected Chester the Molester Muppet, Ted Cruz. <laughs> But Pence tried to tack on a well, political now, Mike, insurance. I, I appreciate that very much. <laughs> God, I hate that guy. <laughs> so glad he's gone. Uh, but Pence tried to tack on a political insurance policy in case Trump won the state by adding, "quote I'm not against anybody, um, at least anybody who's white, straight, Christian, and male." Mm-hmm. 
Uh, despite it not being the boldest pronouncement, it certainly seems to have been the most politically savvy. Trump did win Indiana by almost 20 percentage points. Cruz dropped out that night, and Pence immediately flipped to supporting Trump. Maybe he'll make me vice president. Yeah. yeah. Number six, Paul Ryan likes him. Ah, oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> Jesus. Before becoming governor of Indiana in 2013, Pence uh, spent six terms in Congress where he served on committees that dealt with the foreign affairs and technology and was generally well-liked and respected by his colleagues. Over time, he rose to some of the highest ranks in the party. In 08, his colleagues elected him to the House GOP's number three spot, Republican Conference Chairman, a job dedicated to shaping the party's uh, messaging after it got slammed in the 2008 elections. And, of course, the GOP message has been perfectly clear and well-consolidated ever since. Speaking of him being on the foreign policy, mm -hmm. uh, did you see how— He can see Canada from his backyard. Oh, fucking A, he can. Everybody can. No, so uh, they had him and Donald Trump were on, I can't remember if it was NBC, like Nightly News or whatever, the one that they were getting interviewed together. Oh, it wasn't a 60 Minutes, I believe. Yeah, where Leslie, Donald was- Les, I think Leslie Stahl interviewed Yeah, him. where Donald was taking up most of the time. But at one point, she asked Donald, said, hey, so you keep hammering on Hillary for voting for the Iraq war, but Mike Pence also voted for the Iraq war. Well, they didn't vote. He didn't vote to go to war. He voted to give Bush the approval to go to war. She's like, well, yeah, but that's the same thing Hillary voted for. Well, you well know, but it's different because it's Hillary. Yeah, but yeah. we can, but he also said, well, that was a long time ago and we can just, you know, I can forgive him for that. And it's like, well, it was a long time ago for Hillary too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but. It's Hillary, so it so I can't forgive her. Yeah. Uh, number seven. Pence once challenged John Boehner for his for his party's leadership spot in the House. Pence may have harbored dreams of being House Speaker himself in twenty in two thousand six, while Republicans were still in the minority. Pence decided to run for the leader of the party against Boehner. It didn't go well. Pence, who positioned himself as the conservative in the as the conservative in the race. <laughs> Lost in a vote among uh, fellow House Republicans, 168 to 27. Eight, he's been long viewed as a potential presidential candidate. In 2010, <sighs> conservative activists at the, quote, Values Voter Summit. Tea Party. Mm -hmm, voted Pence their top choice for a 2012 uh, presidential candidate. A key test, a key test of grassroots support. Uh, but not one that's necessarily indicative of success. Interestingly, Pence, uh, Pence's 2016 Veep competition, former House Speaker Newt Gingrich was also on the straw poll and came in fourth. Pence's name was floated in 2008, too, as a potential president, presidential contender. Pence decided to stay in Indiana and run for governor where he eked out the win against Greg. Am I the only one who thinks that Newt Gingrich looks a whole lot like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man? <laughs> but worse. But worse. No. Yeah. I can just picture him, like, smiling with his head kind of cocked back and the three chin showing. Doing the waddle. The white hair, and he's just—he's fucking pasty as fuck. He looks like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Yeah, yeah but I kind of like the Stay Puft Mar Marshmallow Man in the movie. Marshmallow like, Man. Marshmallow. Marshmallow. He was—I'm like, ah, oh, don't kill him. <laughs> Did you guys see the new Ghostbusters? Uh, I have not. I haven't seen any Ghostbusters. No. You haven't what? seen any of the Ghostbusters <laughs> no. movies? What? Not even the—I wow. watched the cartoons. The oh movies. hell yeah! Sl I even watched a documentary on it the other night the hell what do they talk about on that no well like how the, they made it or what well no this was a like people that are into the ghostbuster thing are huge people that build re replica cars oh. replica packs and all the gear and everything and they, they all have their own like state like units and one guy was going to the movie set and it was a whole documentary following them around and checking out the new movie and it's just the underworld of people who dress up like ghostbusters and do good things weird 
Oh, I thought the new movie was a lot of fun. It was a good time. It was funny. I yeah. I expected it to. Be, I expected it to be funny. Yeah, it was I, good. I've I'm not hated on it since the beginning. I'm like, well, it's since the beginning when I hated on it, but now I haven't. <laughs> no, like everybody. Since then well, I've never done that. Well, no, when it when yeah, it first when the, got released, people were fucking oh, hating on it without even seeing a thing come yeah, from it because the it's first four women. preview came out, it was like, oh, this yeah. is bullshit. Yeah, I know. Me and all my uh, men's rights activist buddies were shitting all over that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I've seen tweets from people that were people like, "Oh, how dare they? You know, this is, they just make." Uh, what's that guy's name that's in it? Can't remember his name. What the, the, the original the, one? The guy? No, in the new one, the guy that plays. I guess he kind of he's kind of a bit of a goes with the Gozarian. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, I guess in the new one, the the guy who plays these all the superhero movies and stuff. You totally, you totally have to put crickets in that little <laughs> yeah. dead, <laughs> dead air spot there. The guy who's in the movie with the four women. There's, there's a guy. There's several guys. Dude, in it. The main one, I guess he's like, he works with them in the Ghostbuster place or whatever. Oh, he was in, he's in all the superhero movies. Oh, Thor. He plays Thor, yeah. Oh, Chris uh, Helms, Helms, yeah, Helmsworth. Yeah, him. Yeah. People were complaining that they that he was depicted as a dumb male in it. And, well, he <laughs> totally was. And, yeah, and I, it was hilarious. And there are some women that are posting, oh, so if a man plays a dumb man, you're offended, but if it's a ditzy woman, you're okay with it. It was fucking hilarious. He was awesome in that role. Yeah. It was really funny. Huh. Yeah, I, I, I had no idea who the fuck you were I'm talking like, it's, about. It's the only dude I know that I saw in the previews for the movie. I'm like, I've only seen one guy in the previews for it. Wait, don't you like all those stupid superhero movies? Yeah, but my my thing is, I'm bad with names. I can't remember anybody's fucking name. Hand descriptions I for, and geography. Yeah, I forget I forget names of people I work with. And yeah. percentages. You know what? I'm not qualified for this job. I fuck everything up. I could be president. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Not overqualified for that. <laughs> Number nine, Pence has ties to the Koch brothers. The billionaire brothers mm-hmm. have so far stayed out of the presidential race, to, at least publicly. A sign they're no fans of Trump, but their 2016 involvement could change with Pence by Trump's side. The resumes of several of Pence's top aides also include stints with the Koch brothers' vast corporate and political networks. And number 10, Pence grew up as a Democrat before all the fears of grown up land t- took over. He idolized John F. Kennedy, Pence told CBN News in a 2010 interview, quote, It may be that I grew up in a big Irish Catholic family like he did. Maybe it was that my grandparents were so proud of the first Irish Catholic president, close quote. He even still has a box of Kennedy paraphernalia. That's Marilyn Monroe's underpants? <laughs> Probably. Mm. I was thinking of where Kennedy's missing brain went. Yeah, maybe that's part of his brain. Uh, you guys. <laughs> oh, you guys. I always go there. <laughs> yep, so that's it. That's Pence. You know, a couple of years ago, I debated a guy who insists that the Earth is 6,000 years old. That's completely wrong. That's obviously wrong. And the way we know it is wrong was a centuries was a result of centuries of study. People found layers of rocks, figured out where the layers came from, People found radioactive elements which chemically substitute into certain crystals for an exchange like rubidium and strontium substitute for potassium and calcium and uh, argon and so on. And these, this led us to an understanding of the age of the earth. So if you have a belief system that is incompatible with modern geology, the really, 
The problem is for the person trying to argue the earth is extraordinarily young, not for the people who have studied the world around us and understand it. And I don't know what to think of uh, Tim either. Tim, Tim's a good guy. Tim Kane. I don't think we'll have, I, I mean. He's boring, I, but he's. He's boring. He's a nice guy. I don't think he's well, as. Hillary's boring. Progressive yeah. as I would like to see coming up. Well, it's Hillary, but, dude. Yeah, She's exactly. Not... But when we're, it's going to be, I think, the status quo with her and him. I don't know. She's she's pushing for a lot of things. I think I think Bernie did a great job in mm-hmm. helping to drag her farther left. Yeah, but now that I mean, we'll see what happens. Like, I think she'll move back to where she's comfortable when she gets if she gets in. Possibly. I mean, she's she moved left to pull voters when she needed them, but I don't think that's what she really believes. Well, because like Tim Kaine's yeah. been for deregulating banks. Doing all well, I mean, giving I mean, out the, during the convention, they've been talking about all the different things that are in the platform that yeah. she's going to push for the fifteen dollar minimum wage. Yeah. That she's going to try to roll back uh, Citizens United, mm-hmm. um, which those are all good things. Yeah, cut you know, cut the cost of college tuition. Mm-hmm. Try to figure out something to do with. Well, why don't we just have a tuition? All of the bailout. college debt. Yeah, why don't we have a tuition bailout? We should. It's hard. I mean, they they. Should do something, I think, for a lot of these people that are stuck with so much college debt. But when you look at a lot of the college debt that's out there, some people are very well-to-do and are carrying college debt. Other people are making jack-fucking-shit and have college debt. A lot of the college debt that's out there is just in student loans Mm -hmm. that, you know, the student loan doesn't go just for tuition. A lot of people will just take out fucking all the money they can in student loans and for, create, for you know, rack up all kinds of debt and they do it for housing and food and, and transportation as well as their tuition and yeah. everything else, you know, mm-hmm. all of their entertainment. So are you going to just forgive all of that? How do you determine how much actually went toward tuition? Do you do it on a needs basis for those who are at the lower end of the, of the income scale? I mean, there's a lot of things that, ha- that will have to go into that. And that's the part of politics today that nobody seems to get is all of the nuance to everything right mm-hmm. you can say well, we should just get rid of student debt okay but have you stopped to actually examine what the fuck you're talking about all of the, all of the idiosyncratic bits and pieces of that that will have to be worked out are you just going to wipe it away for somebody who's no you know who went to college and and took out you know their their parents were rich but they took out all of these student loans and they never worked a day in their life until they got a job on Wall Street, and now they're a millionaire, and just not paying it with off. some student debt. And you want to forgive that as as easily as you would for the person who came from nothing, took out student loans to go to school, and became a teacher. And because they're making jack fucking shit as a teacher, can't afford to pay back their student loans, and so they're living with mom and dad while they're teaching school with a yeah. hundred and thirty seven thousand dollars in in college in in college debt. How how do you work all of those things out? Well, I appreciate the rebuke, but I'm just saying. Oh no, I, that wasn't a rebuke of you. It was. It, I just. I well, I told you guys before the show that the last week has made me kind of a misanthropic, fucking just mess. Yeah. Over, well, I mean, cause over they're, they're, politics because I'm fucking tired of oh, people right, yeah. assigning what they think. I I think and believe, and that I'm a horrible person because I may think one way or another when they don't fucking ask me any questions. Yeah, They'll I mean, just post I don't out know. there that I'm a you know that I'm an asshole or I'm a dickhead or whatever, and well, and they take every <laughs> well, and I am an asshole <laughs> no. and a dickhead, I guess sometimes, and, and to yeah. and to, no, we and love to some people, but the the point here is that anything that I post out there, 
that, you know, is is talking about the Bernie or bust people mm-hmm. or that, you know, now I'm supporting Hillary, though I fucking loved Bernie. Yeah. I think he did a great job. I wanted him to be the nominee. Whatever, it's not going to fucking happen. But anything that you post out there that talks about how the Bernie or bust people are being ridiculous, as Sarah Silverman pointed out yep. during the DNC uh, the other night. Which is totally off script, and I loved it. That was that great. Then, <laughs> that then people take that so personally and that I'm making fun of that individual person who wants to come and, and make a shitty comment on my timeline. Oh, well, that's a great way to build some unity there, Dan. I wasn't fucking talking to you. It's, I don't know what your political, personal well, fucking then, beliefs are. I'm talking about this group of people who are so whole. fucking entrenched in their beliefs and political ideals when they don't, they've probably never voted before in their fucking lives. Yeah. Yeah. Bernie got them out there and motivated and, and that's great. They went and registered. They voted for him in the primaries, but they still have no fucking idea how yeah. he would have done any of these things. They have no fucking idea what Hillary Clinton's platform is. They have no fucking idea what Donald Trump's platform is or Gary Johnson or Jill yeah. Stein, but they'll still just pick whoever as long as it's not Hillary when they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, more than that, it's just the perfect Sorry, example. Sorry, I'm all fucking fucky fuck fuck fuck. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? This is my fucking bedroom space, man. I, I love it here. The More than that, though, it's just perfect. Perfectly human, self-important bullshit that when you make one comment that they think you must be talking about them. Like who? Guess what, dude? Nobody fucking cares about you. (laughs) Guy that posted. Nobody gives a shit. We don't care what you drink, what you eat, whether you're alive or dead, what you post on Facebook. Nobody gives a shit. Well, I I would be concerned if they were alive or dead because if they're dead and they're posting shit on Facebook, it's fucking (laughs) freaky. Well, then, yeah. Then we'll all have to join that religion, I guess. Oh, being able to post on Facebook from the afterlife, it's a good religion. No, it just, it drives me nuts. Yeah. And, and the, the division that is being created by all of this, mm-hmm. I mean, it, I don't know. It just, the media is winning. What? I think the media is winning a little bit because it's, I mean, from what one side, mean? they, they want, people to be a little divisive especially if you're on the trump side of it and posting out the stuff you know hey hillary's this horrible person yeah didn't you see how they're ignoring bernie sanders all the time it's a conspiracy to take down bernie sanders they won't allow him to be president and kind of just put all the conspiracy theory bullshit out there i i just get tired of a lot of the of the so-called progressive leftists who say oh well you know, you're just, you're not a, you're not a true progressive and you don't believe in liberalism or these ideals or whatever. And I'm like, you understand that right now you're regurgitating all of the right wing talking yeah. points, right? Yeah. You're using their same tactics and the same fucking things that they say against somebody who is on the left and is a progressive and is a liberal. And you're going with all of these right wing talking points about Hillary Clinton is a criminal and, and the DNC yeah. screwed Bernie Sanders out of the out of the primary elections and yeah. they stole the some, election. Some of that may be more true. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think I, mean, I don't there, think much of it is. I think there are some individual instances of it, but they 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 take all of this stuff that may have been going on as as ancillary. Or one-off little things, and they roll all of that up, and it's all Hillary Clinton's fault. Yeah. As if she's oh, the yeah. the grand puppet master, you know, pulling the strings of everybody down to fucking individual city and county elections. Right. 
and she's corrupted all of these local officials to do her bidding. Which, which is, is total bullshit. bullshit. Yeah, because yeah. everyone knows it's Bill. And that's, and that's some, <laughs> that's some right wing fucking yeah. conspiracy batshit craziness. All I know is I am glad that Debbie Washman Schultz is out and that they're changing the next election with the, uh, uh, superdelegates. How are they changing the superdelegates? They're getting rid of 70% of them. Oh, yeah? There will now be, instead of like what, like 1,500 superdelegates, there's only going to be like 200. 200 with the voting capacity of all the other ones they got rid of? No, no, <laughs> no, just straight 200 superdelegates. I don't know how that's proportioned out per state or whatever, but. Or hmm. why they have any? There shouldn't be any, but they, they made, they came to an agreement and they dropped it down to a number where it won't have as big of as an impact as it did does previously. So that's a stupid. Even without the superdelegates, she would have won. Yeah, she would have won. It, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's all a bunch of fucking nonsense and they're repeating the right wing talking points at me yeah. and telling me that I'm that I'm not a liberal or Hillary, I'm not a progressive while they're using the right wing talking points. Hillary yeah. won fucking the irony is completely lost on. Yeah. Them. Hillary won fair and square. Now I do think she won square. Yeah, I don't know how but fair I, remains to be seen. I think she got way more press time on news coverage. Yeah. Versus Bernie, because I would even see no on, more than no bullshit. Well, I, would, I was going to say even Bernie on even, Sanders was on the fucking news all the goddamn. But time. it's showing well, his showing his uh, showing his rallies and stuff. I even saw a few times where like even CNN, which would play all of Hillary's rallies, they would show Trump's rally, and down the corner would be a small thing where you can see Bernie's rally going on, but you can't hear anything from it. I saw that quite a few times, but instead of showing Bernie's rally, like, oh, by the way, Bernie Sanders has a rally going on right now in Kentucky, and I have a little box in the corner where you can this see whole, it going this on. Whole but cycle, they want- all I heard was how big Bernie's turnout was at all of his events. Yeah. They'd show him doing speeches. I mean, they they did a little bit of that for Hillary. Primarily, Trump got all of he the did. media. Trump attention. got, yeah. Trump got a had, shit ton. That's why he hasn't had to spend much at all they- during his campaign because the media is following him around because. I don't know if you guys saw, well, I'm sure you haven't, uh, Eli Bosnick from, yeah. uh, Scathing Atheist and God Awful Movies and, and, uh, Skeptocrat posted a little video about everything is wrestling. Yeah. And he talked, did you see it? I saw the first little bit of it. Yeah. But he talked about, you know, the most interesting bits of wrestling are the heels, the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and that those are the people who, got the most fans and were the most interesting to watch because they were such terrible fucking people, but they were exciting and they were interesting. Yeah. They had more depth and you know, yeah. That, and that's who Donald Trump is, is he's this super villain who's super fucking interesting, but he's a super villain. Yeah. And Hillary Clinton isn't a super villain. She's just boring vanilla, plain old Hillary Clinton. And if and if, you've got this really interesting, shiny super villain heel over on the other side and, and that's why so much of the media was covering him is because can you believe this fucking shit show over here? Look at the shit show. We're going to show you all the fucking time. Yeah. And so he got a lot of coverage. Bernie Sanders also got a lot of coverage. Only, he- only around, only around November, December on like last summer, he didn't get shit. True. Last initially he didn't. Fall, I mean, no. initially it was all Hillary Clinton yeah. because she was the anointed one. She was the one who was just going to. Ride the wave of another political dynasty, you know, uh, one of those politically dynastic families. You've got the Bushes and the Clintons and and the Kennedys and, and the Clevelands. <laughs> Remember Grover Cleveland? Yes, that guy was a president like forty eight times. 
but that she was just going to ride this wave of having been in politics forever. Mm-hmm. And she I was like already... that you say you did remember Grover Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy. Fuck yeah, we, we were like this. So like 18 we smoked cigars together. together. So, yeah, initially, so oh. initially <laughs> Bernie didn't have a whole lot of coverage there, but yeah, toward the end, he had quite a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think. If we were to go and research it, I'm sure there are websites that track the the amount of time the candidates spent in, and were given in free airtime. I'm sure that I think if you Trump, look if Trump you look would. at the total Trump, oh, I'm sure oh, yeah, yeah. head I, and fucking shoulders above every, and, everybody else. But I would guess that that Sanders had more than Clinton ultimately in free um, advertising in in free media time. No. We'd have to check that one. And and one we'd reason to, why... We'll have to research that and find out for sure, but that would be my guess. What does our guest Republican think? Jesse? Yes. See, 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 see. Wait, you're Republican. No, Jesse, no here. <laughs> what was that, Connolly? Just call me Connolly. Connolly, just drop the R. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I think, I wonder if, like you're saying, Trump being the supervillain guy, uh-huh. and there were so many protests outside of his events, if that's why he got... The amount of coverage he did because it was exciting. He got the amount of coverage he did before there were any protests at his things yeah. just because he's so fucking crazy. But even when, when things were rolling hard and he was, you know, he was doing really good and everybody was just him, a couple left and everybody's protesting it. We saw more of the protests going on than what he actually like. You, you would see like, Hey, burn or, you know, Donald Trump will be talking in two hours. Let's go talk to the protesters outside and they would be covering fucking Donald Trump for five hours straight. Well, he gave a 30-minute speech. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just the whole Trump phenomenon. I mean, you never know what he's going to say next, and you know, never know what's going to happen. It's totally unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the new codes. It's going to be completely unpredictable, but so presidential it'll make your head spin. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy. I can't believe people are voting for that guy. I I can't can't, either. I can't believe it. Yeah, I can't believe anybody's voting for that guy. I can't believe, and they love him too. Yeah, it's not just it's not just like, well, he's the best one. He's the only one we have left. No, it's like they fucking love him. Yeah, I can't believe how many people I thought had a good head on their shoulders are actually going to vote for Trump. I listened to the latest episode of Dogma Debate earlier this week. I think it was just actually just yesterday while I was out golfing. I'm on the golf course listening to Dogma Debate while I'm golfing. And uh, David, <laughs> you're, you're, did you do 18 holes? No, just nine. Oh, dang. I was going to say your 18 holes finished first, right? <laughs> well, you, I listened that got, to it. You got golf got done before the show. Well, all of, all of the podcasts I listened to, I listened to it like two or three times speed just so I oh, could get right. through all of them. But they interviewed Robert Price, who is an author. Uh, he wrote a response to I, – I think he's probably most famous for writing a response to uh, fucking the, the case for the case – Against oh, God. Lee Strobel. Yeah. He wrote a response to Lee Strobel's book. God, I hate that guy. And I have a, I have not read this book by Robert Price, but after listening to him being on Dogma Debate, I don't think I will because, well, I still might. I don't know. Yeah. But his interview on Dogma Debate, it was like listening to your crazy racist uncle at a family reunion <laughs> talking about how Black Lives Matter instigates violence and... Yeah, it was just this whole string of fucking super right wing bullshit that I would expect from somebody who's a Trump supporter. And he is. And I just, he ended up actually at the end of the episode, he ended up hanging up on David and Alex because yeah. David, Alex said something and David laughed at it. And Robert Price was like, Oh, you, 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 you think what I'm saying is so funny? Well, well, then this conversation is over and just click. <laughs> 
Hmm. <laughs> that pretty much ended the show. Weird. Yeah, he's fucking nuts. Fuck his crazy. his stuff on Fuck. religion is decent though, and uh, biblical scholarship and mythicism and stuff is pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, I haven't read anything by him, but I know he's well regarded in those areas. Much less well regarded overall by me after <laughs> listening to this interview well, with yeah. him. But. I mean, it takes all kinds, and I don't dislike anybody necessarily just because of one view that they happen to hold. I may not have quite as much, much respect, respect for them as I did before, but and I'm not going to unfriend somebody for that, or not, or not, or choose not to associate with them because of one individual thing that they happen to believe or not believe. But depends on which one thing I think maybe for me. Well, sure. I mean, if it was. You know, we should go out and rape children. I'd be like, sorry, I'm not going to be your friend anymore. <laughs> even, yeah, even, I hope so. Even yeah. if they were like, no, we shouldn't rape children. But if they're Eagle Scouts, that's fine. I still yeah. might <laughs> I still might have some concern. Because I might ask to borrow. To bring their own rope. <laughs> yeah, I might ask yeah. to borrow his van. <laughs> you got the boondoggle? All right, let's go. <laughs> what a weird word. So you, Jesse... Besides coming on as a guest and being a member of the board for Atheists of Utah, I, think I know should, you listen to the show. I, I think do. we should call him Jersey Connolly. <laughs> Jersey <Ooh>. Connolly. <laughs> that's, that's a safe word. <laughs> Jesus. It's kind of funny. Like your name is kind of a take on Jesus, and then you're married to Mary. Right. Uh, Jesus and Mary. That. Yeah, I made that connection a little. I'm bit just ago infiltrating and, here. I'm just. It's <laughs> a big. Poem. He's a mole. Yeah. Uh, but no, besides being a member of the board for Atheists of Utah and coming on the show, I know that you also listen to the show. Mm. What, we asked this of Kevin last week also, and he was like, right on it. <laughs> like, I knew exactly what I hate about with, you with guys. criticism. What do you like about the show? What could we change? What should we do differently? Oh. What would you like to see? God, I listened to that one just the other day and I was like, I think I could come up with a good answer. And right now I'm like, uh, <laughs> now I'm on the spot. Yo, guys are like, great. Yeah. No, I really, I honestly really do enjoy the show. It's nice having some, a local, you know, atheist podcast to listen to. It's really great. Uh, that's the biggest thing. Just keep doing it. Yeah. More guests, definitely. Yeah. Get Matt Delahunty, get those guys. Actually, oh, yeah. we will have Mr. Delahunty on the show. Sweet. Uh, contacted Matt earlier this week and have set a tentative date to have him on the show in a couple weeks. Yeah. It'll be after his debate with Blake Junta. So. Should be interesting. What, yeah. do, what's the debate topic? The debate topic. Are they going to do is, divine hidden? I believe it's, no, I believe it's, did Jesus rise from the dead? Uh, oh. Resurrection. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure that's what the topic is. I, I don't. I'm not 100%, but I'm I'm fairly certain that that's what it is. But we can We can review the debate and yeah. talk about that, yeah. talk about whatever else springs to mind. So if you out in the audience have any questions that you would like us to ask of Mr. Dillahunty while he's on the show, please send them in to us, and we'll be sure to talk about it when he's on. If you have any other questions, comments, concerns, gripes, whines, or rants that you'd like to send to us, do it. You can reach us at godlessrevolution at gmail.com. You can Twitter our twatter at TGR Podcast. I keep looking at Matt for a little. Why? No reason. <laughs> do you want me to do the next one? <laughs> you, can, uh, you can call and leave us a voicemail at 33081Rebel. <laughs> well, you know, have tons to, of people are yelling at their iPod right now because you didn't critique us when you had an opportunity. Oh. They're probably pissed because they're like, no, fuck. This, these guys do this stupid thing every time that I hate. <laughs> they can be mad at me. I'll take it. I can, <laughs> I can bear it. It's fine. Well, yeah. if they if be they want to critique me. it, send us, send us an email and let us know. We, we may wonder with 
with very much curiosity why you sent us a particular thing as we did with a man who sent us an email. When was that? Two or three days ago? Yeah. The subject header of Satanism in Utah and then asking us if our organization has any ties to the LDS church. Which is... Uh, what? I don't, what? Yeah, I don't... How's that even like, a question? What? Yeah. It's, yeah, I don't... We well, should first, just write back and ask asking, him if he took his meds. Why are you asking, and how is how is the sub, how is the body of your email tied to, to the, subject the subject of your email, <laughs> and why would you be contacting us for either one? And, and what how would organization? you think we are LDS if yeah. we are named the Godless Revolution? Yeah, and what organization yeah. is he talking? I, sent, I actually sent him a reply, and I said, to what organization are you referring? Oh, he replied back to that. Yeah, and he said... To the, the Godless, Godless Revolution, Revolution organization. <laughs> wow. Yes. Awesome. All three of us are. <laughs> we are, we are the, we're the Teamsters. Our mighty, mighty organization. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming on, Jesse. Thank Is there you. anything you want to plug before we let you go? This weekend. You already plugged it, but I got to plug it again. Well, yes. But you're going to hear this afterwards, so it doesn't really matter. Will there be any counting coming up? Oh, God. So much counting. Them's fighting words right now. I'm on my weekend, man. I'm going to be, oh, I'm gonna be doing some shopping tomorrow and Friday and sending you some receipts. Oh, great. Count. Love receipts. <laughs> well, thanks again for coming on, Thank man. you. Thanks for having me. It's been me. a pleasure. I, yeah. I am so much looking forward to working with you more on the board. Woo. I think you are an awesome individual. Oh, thank you. Both you and Kevin, I'm super excited about having you guys on the board. You guys have both already brought in a bunch of great ideas and... And, and, and kegs and a little bit of, a little bit, a little bit of, a little bit more life and, and breath into. Oh, into good. The board, I so. hope I'm not too boring. Not to mention the smooth baritone radio voice. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but until next week, we will chat at you all later. Bye bye. <laughs>
Until next week, we'll chat at you later, because once next week rolls around, we'll be chatting at you then. Oh. Does that make sense? I'm trying to <laughs> yeah. say it. I don't know. I fucked up. <laughs>